Welcome back to another episode of the Criterion Cult Film Podcast. I am one of your cult leaders and host, Jordan Garcia. With me, as always, I have... Armando Arvizu here. And Jordan, before we get into what we do here on the Criterion Cult Podcast, uh, we have a few guests with us today. We do. We do. We uh, we went full slob this time. We got two slobs with us. That's we right. got Patrick and Caesar. Introduce you guys. Introduce yourselves formally. Let us know what your podcast is, who you are, and why we let you in the room. Well, <laughs> I am Cesar Gonzalez, also known as CR, C, C, whatever you want to call me. And that is Patrick Kelly to my left. Hey there. And, um, I think it's your... Oh, yeah, never mind. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Too many shots of whiskey before we started rolling here. Um, too many lefts. Too many marks. So we have a film po- podcast called Film Slob, where we do a weekly deep dive of uh, films of our choosing. And... Uh, we don't really have a method for how we choose them. We just kind of pick anything that's interesting to us, anything that we might make valid points on, and we just try to get into context. Um, context is a big thing for us. We like kind of exploring the time when movies came out and how they fit in to, uh, to how we see things today, you know? Um, yeah, not necessarily just the context of the time, but also... I mean, your time, like how you guys felt about the film, right? Like, yeah, we try to yeah, make it feelings personal. It. Yeah, I always, I, I, I refer to it as like a rebuilding the mind frame around a movie because, yeah. you know, the, I think the things that happen in the time when a movie came out kind of have a lot of influence on the things. Yeah, they definitely inform your like perspective of it, and exactly, yeah, absolutely. And obviously, with our podcast too, like it, like seeing it again, it like almost feels like it's seeing it again for the first time. Sort yeah. Of, like, you know, cause you have a different perspective and you're looking at it with new eyes and stuff. Definitely. And that's what you guys definitely do on your podcast. Yeah. Patrick, do you see it that way too? Or? Yeah. And, uh, you know, just like Caesar was saying, it's kind of like an eclectic, um, approach. We go all over the place. We did our last couple of uh, episodes. We did fear and loathing. And then the very next one was my big fat Greek wedding. So we, it's <laughs> all over the place. Um, what I enjoy about the way we uh, pick um, our, our subject matter is that you can kind of, we, we do explore like what the movie is about, setting, uh, what's going on in the world at the time, and we can kind of see like what's, like we kind of relate the movie to what's going on in the culture at the time. Yeah. Um, and then we, again, like Caesar was saying, like deep dive into what we think the movie is about, symbolism and and make any other kind of stray connections, you know, like uh, Caesar and I, um, we're, um, uh, we're really big fans of literature, so we often take, uh, you know, make connections to, um, you know, a lot of these movies have source material that from from yeah. like popular novels and things like that. That hell yeah, yeah. I will say that that's one of the things that you know I really enjoy about you guys' podcast mm-hmm. is that you have that yeah. that you can like go into that like you know especially your No Country for Old Men episode you really talked about Corbin McCarthy because you guys read him you you, you know you know yeah. his you know his stuff yeah. and it's not just necessarily talking about the movie itself well if we didn't know country for old men episode <laughs> I've I've never read anybody yeah so no I have yeah. but you know I've, I've, I've never read uh, enough Corbin McCarthy to be able to like kind of talk about him in that way so that's what's really dope especially like um well that yeah that's uh, exactly like uh, it's like Corbin McCarthy to uh uh the writers of Ninja Turtles like you know like yeah. uh I th- what is the name Eastman and Peter Laird or whatever Laird, yeah. you know like there's a whole like you know there's a whole, like there is a whole source material behind all those yeah and, right yeah yeah, yeah. Just, and you go into that yeah, yeah if there's sure. a novel that the movie's based on we try to read it or yeah. what inspired it like when we did the Royal Tenenbaums I uh, reread uh, 
What was it? Franny and Zoe. Yeah, because he took a lot of inspiration for that. Yeah, so, yeah. Try to reference those. I things. forgot about that. I know that one. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's a good uh, have novel. Have you read that one? I have. I have oh, read okay. Franny and. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, but I think the, like, the, I the major Sally point, well, the genesis was that we both love Cormac McCarthy and literature, so we knew we were yeah. going to have things to talk about. Like, this is kind of like we're, we kind of had conversations regardless like that's just how our relationship works like yeah, yeah. we just like need to constantly talk to each other because we get fucking awkward if we don't yeah you um, see and that and that's what's great about the the title that you guys have you know because it's called film slobs but you guys are literally like the least slobs about about it you yeah guys are literally it's like, like doing research and, over the well, like, everything yeah you know, i don't know if like, anybody's gonna catch that but i was a play on <laughs> words like because i was yeah. thinking about film snobs yeah exactly and, like, <laughs> no no i i no no i i certainly got that for yeah. sure but i'm saying I nev- though you know I, i've never once mentioned it i was like hopefully people catch on to the like, I think yeah. that, I yeah. In uh, fact, I didn't know if it was obvious. Yeah. In fact, you and I hadn't even really talked about the meaning, but it's yeah. meaningful to me because it is um, a play on films, uh, film snob, and yeah. I don't feel like an expert in this material or yeah. anything like that. So yeah. I, I, I feel like of... that's why it's like deprecating enough to be like. Um, like slob is more appropriate. Yeah, from day yeah. one that was a focus. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, who let him in here? If he's not an expert, get him out of here. We wanted <laughs> we wanted it to, to be accessible for everyone. No, hell yeah. No, you absolutely. You guys do the same thing with yeah, your yeah. podcast where yeah. it's not just like for the cinephiles. It's for people who just want to hear people talk shit about movies. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's what again, like yeah, that's what's interesting about that to be able to just jump to like something like Speed into like or my big fat Greek wedding or yeah. Paris, Texas or whatever. Like that's what we try to do here too is just yeah. kind of just, you know, just, you know, put it all together. Yeah. Like not, let's not be pretentious about it. Because, of course. Yeah. yeah. Cause that's lame. Yeah. Who wants to do that? Yeah. We just want to like talk about it in a fun way. Like we're doing now. Yeah. Taking shots yeah. of whiskey. Yeah. Talking about some real shit. Yeah. yeah. More about feeling baby. What we usually do here on the podcast is we'll talk about a film from the criterion collection. And then one of us, Mir Mondo We'll bring a film that we believe Unless belongs in the collection. We have a of course, <laughs> I was, I, I'm obviously getting to that. Well, I'm guessing that you're it's called a build-up. It's called a podcast, Mondo. It's Jesus Christ! It's called All tension, right? right? Yeah. yeah, you know, I'm trying to get you know the drama. Trying to this put some tingle in these people's ears. Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so look, you know, it, it, yeah, one of us will bring a you know a film that we believe belongs in the Criterion podcast. We'll argue about it, let it in or out. But today we got guests. And the guests are the ones who are bringing it. They're bringing it, yeah. Yeah, so the film slobs are bringing Matrix. That They're bringing that later. But right now, we're going to talk about Brazil, which is the Criterion Collection. Uh, what's the spine number, Mono? Get, we got give spine number 51. That's an early one. That's yeah, for all you spine heads yeah. out there. So this is Brazil, 1985, directed by Terry Gilliam. It stars Jonathan Price as Sam Laurie, Robert De Niro as Archibald Harry Tuttle. 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 Yeah, I just yeah, I should have known that, right? Yeah. Not, <laughs> not but I just watched it. Yeah. Catherine Helmond as Miss Ida Laurie, Ian Holm as Mr. M. Kurtzman, Bob Hoskins as Spore, Michael Palin as Jack Lint, Ian Richardson as Mr. Warren, and I could just keep going on and on and on because there's so many British people in this movie. Yeah, that's uh, Jim Broden, you know, all these people. And so let's, you know, in case you guys haven't seen Brazil, but obviously if you're listening to this episode, I would hope that you would have seen it. Or, you know, yeah. or maybe, I, you know, maybe this will entice you to see it. Yeah. But this sure definitely so. informed uh, Super Mario Brothers, right? Well, I mean, I feel Ooh. like it, right? Yeah. It yeah. Just, yeah. Right? It's just there. Like, there was a likeness. Just, yeah. Like, I mean. We, we'll get, we're going to get it's into that right now. just a line in the lineage. Yeah. You know, yeah. 1984, oh. Blade Runner, uh, Brazil, Super, Super Mario, Mario Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a natural progression. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even the Koopa Troopers have the same outfit. 
yeah. as the Nazis as the people in Brazil. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah those freaking Gestapo and Bob guys. Hoskins is Mario. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mario, Mario. Yeah. And he's got his Luigi, but that was John Leguizamo in the film. <laughs> Mondo, we're trying to get Letterbox to sponsor us. Yeah. So that's why I'm going to read the synopsis off of Letterbox. Please, yes. somebody call us. Anybody, I mean, you you got my emails. Members, you yeah. you've heard me knocking on your door at night. Yeah. I drove to your house. Um, so, Letterbox does a. Um, they have like a little uh, like uh, what is it like a catchphrase? Like a tagline. Tag yeah. Line. So it's yeah. it's only a state of mind. Brazil. Oh. Low level bureaucrat Sam Laurie escapes the monotony of his day to day life through a recurring daydream of himself as a virtuous hero saving a beautiful damsel. Mm. investigating a case that led to the wrongful arrest and eventual death of an innocent man instead of wanted terrorist Harry Tuttle. He meets the woman from his daydream and in trying to help her gets caught in a web of mistaken identities, mindless bureaucracy, and lies. Sounds like everyday life for everyone all the time. <laughs> Brazil. I'm going to have to disagree with that uh that synopsis because she's not a damsel in distress at all like, no not at all definitely no. like is that yeah. what it, uh, that what it, it yeah, did say it that. that yeah, yeah. yeah she's not a damsel she's, in distress uh, but you know some i think she's represented that way in his fantasy exactly oh, yeah. fantasy yeah. she's exactly long flowing yeah hair, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. delicate cage. lace yeah. dress but she's always the savior yeah. like she's always the hero kind she's of in like, the cage with the the ropes and, yeah. and all that but uh in the real life in she's real world yeah she's the big spoon yeah i mean she's you know she's got more metaphor metaphorical balls than he does yeah you know sure. and everything that's going on you know big metaphorical balls yeah caesar yeah you're bringing the matrix later we're going to get into that we're going to get into that later but <laughs> hell yeah you you paired it with brazil can i just kind of ask like you know what what was your um why do you think so i mean I I, yeah. I I sort of know why but yeah. you know what, what i want to hear why, this why is you podcast. Think so. let the listeners know <laughs> yeah yeah um i think my thinking was they both have like this dystopian thing going on um, there's a lot about self-actualization in both of them, which is a huge theme of the Matrix. Um, yeah, but yeah, they go yeah. kind of sort of in two different directions where Matrix goes right, Brazil goes left. Yeah. Uh, I think blue, red, right? Yeah, like <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's kind of how it goes. I mean, yeah, yeah, definitely. The Brazil is just like cynical to the end, which I, I, I kind of yeah. one of my least favorite things about Brazil is like how cynical it is, even though yeah. the movie's like really well made. It's a, a blast to watch, but yeah. I mean, you, you see those themes in common, right? Um, the, uh, about being watched. There's like a very 1984 vibe about both of them. There's this Big Brother vibe with like Agent Smith, the Big Brother vibe going through um, Brazil with the Ministry of Information. Um, so you have a lot of that going on, especially the first 30 minutes of The Matrix is a lot like Brazil. Like, So I think Brazil is just like that extended, like, exactly if neo hadn't taken the red pill like it would, right. his life would be brazil yeah um yeah and they yeah. kind of show that in the new matrix right like, yeah it's kind of that brazil thing like you know where yeah he's he taking the blue like, pill he, yeah he's, he's got living a, the blue pill now yeah you know? like he's got a yeah. prescription for yeah. it and everything yeah exactly yeah like, keep him dosed up yeah know? and but I the, think, like what you hit on like yeah. the, the key divergence in my mind um and you articulated it was um neo rives, rises above the system um, what's the guy's name? Sam Lowry. Yeah. He gets conquered by the system. You know, yeah. like he, mm -hmm. the system wins. Yeah. And as dark as the matrix can be at points, I think Brazil is probably just like one of the most dark and cynical movies. Yeah. 
it's, it Des- was actually despite hard to watch the, this time uh, Yeah, despite the veneer of slapstick, which makes it more disturbing. Right. You know? Yeah, the yeah. Looney Tunes like yeah. wash over it. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. Is, yeah, I think that like adds like it makes it more violent when you see that violence because yeah. everything's just so wacky. Yeah. That when someone just gets like you know blown up mm-hmm. and everyone just screaming in pain <laughs> and they're just like some rich. You know these rich old people still eating their dinner. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's just like yeah. it's like oh my god, that's like more horrific than if everyone was just like all in pain and screaming. Yeah, like to see people who just don't care and sitting there. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's very cartoonish. I like oh. literally. I just kept thinking of Looney Tunes when I was watching this. When you mentioned yeah. the dinner scene again, right now, it reminded me of like Demolition Man. How like Taco Bell is like the <laughs> the fine dining thing, but like <laughs> yeah. they're just fed this gruel and like a picture of like what this food is really supposed to look like but it's maybe just flavored to look like that it's like right. everlasting gobstoppers or something it's, just <laughs> it's like it's like, it, it's like taking a pill yeah that tastes exactly like something. taking a piece of gum which is like yeah. a common trope for the times i think that's yeah. how people always imagine the future would be is that you were gonna yeah. take a pill yeah. or something like it's in willy wonka it's sort of in back to the future where they put that tiny thing of the pizza in the oven and it yeah right like and, and also like the uh, idea of like numbers right that, that's yeah. how you order stuff is yeah. by a number yeah like number, it has yeah. to be a number like you have all these different things like oh just say number two say no say yeah. you want the number two you know what i mean like that's just Tell such me a, a number <laughs> it's just like a that that idea of that like really connects to the matrix as well that's why it, it you know again i i, I know why you you know, paired them. Yeah. I just want the listeners to know who, you know, these uncultured swine who might be listening. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just joking. We love all of you who are listening. We all know you're smart. Um, no, yeah, but when Joey but, Pants but is that, like, I know this isn't steak, but it, the Matrix is telling me this right, is right. But, but also, you know? yeah, that idea of just like, you know, like going by the numbers, like the Matrix yeah. is just a bunch of numbers. Zeros that makes and ones, it, yeah, it's just zeros and ones. Binary. And that's, that's all everything is in Brazil they, as well. Them. Everything is just like stamps and like, B slash seven slash the, you know what yeah. I mean like everything is just uh, you yeah. know a bureaucracy just yeah. a nightmare it just is really about is just... the beasts of bureaucracy and yeah. the things that are lost in that and kind of the insidiousness like right below bureaucracy and what it means it's like a monster in this movie yeah um a lot of the movie is about like what's just below the surface like right uh, things that are stand-ins for other things are like things that are just constant in your life that are hanging around like the eye of big brother are like the yeah. ducks right. that are passing yeah. through every scene it's just like this ever present that's like looming presence of like you're always aware that there's like something there yeah um and it's just, and and there's that one of my favorite shots in the scene is when they're driving toward the city and the road is lined with billboards mm-hmm. yeah, and they yeah. can't see outside of those billboards yeah. and like and just right outside of that it's just this fucking wasteland of like yeah. desert yeah. and pipe and that's just like the through line through the movie is just like what's right below the surface and um, that's also what's going to happen pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah. Is it like, you know what I mean? Like, that's how they're going to hide all the crap and all like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, not to get into like all serious, but you know, with everything going on with like homeless and all this stuff that's going on, they're just going to do that to block it from us. Just make the road just lined with like, you know, like advertisements to be yeah. oh, just, you just buy this. There's an outlet down here. Don't worry about these people dying on the side of the road. You know what I mean? Like, that's just like such a crazy, yeah, that's you know, like again, a, like, you know, obviously, that's Sarah like Gilliam a, knows what he's talking about because you know you that's know. like a Fahrenheit 451 thing where like the billboard billboards are like so long because like they're traveling so fast so they yeah. they make them longer so they could see them because they're traveling so fast mm. it's just another yeah a way to like keep you distracted you know from something you know like to make them longer and f- travel faster or something you know like, yeah to like not let you see what's really going on and like kind of be dismissive of all that you know yeah what yeah. I really loved about the pairing is um, both of these movies has a, have this very direct approach to the hero's journey, right? Mm-hmm. It's, um, yeah. it's yeah, very Yeah, absolutely, obvious. yeah. 
Yeah, um, Neo like I, is really supposed to be Geo. Geo. Oh, yeah, the typo. A fly <laughs> yeah, flew yeah, onto the just... typewriter. Um, but uh, I, I love that Sam Lowry is kind of like the Neo of bureaucracy. Like, he knows how the bureaucracy works. Yeah. yeah. He's to- like, his boss is totally dependent on him because he knows how the bureaucracy works. And he uses it to his advantage multiple times. Like, um, when the uh, central services guys, the uh, HVAC repairmen, come over, um, yeah, he them. thwarts them because he's like, "Do you have a twenty-seven stroke C? Yeah, like, do you yeah. have a, do you have the right form to be here?" And yeah. they're like, "Uh," and they have to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, God damn it! Like, yeah. it's like he's the one. Like he yeah. knows. How, like, so that's how bureaucracies work. Is like <laughs> they only care about their own rules, mm-hmm. right? They care about um, their own power and their own rules and. Um, but if and he's like the hacker, like he understands, yeah, like, like he it, understands the rules because they expect you not to know that stuff. Yeah, exactly. And he right. knows that's, it. That he that's how they're it. able exactly. to turn yeah. people yeah. away. Because they, like, they'll just say those forms to you, and yeah. you don't know. Yeah. But he knew to say like that form to them, and they're right. just, and there's like, oh, oh shit, it broke him. He yeah. had to go yeah. away. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Sam Laurie's a good man in a tight corner. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a good line from Robert De Niro because he, he tells him about that form or whatever. But yeah, he's right, just right. doing it, or what, and then he uses it, you know. Yeah, against like I mean the Mario Brothers. Speaking of Robert De Niro, I mean, this was made in 1985. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's crazy to me that they didn't see this and go, "Oh, Robert De Niro should be Super Mario in the Super Mario movie," <laughs> <laughs> because he's an Italian man who's going through not necessarily pipes, but they're tubes. It's kind of the same thing. Yeah. Jordan, why aren't you working as a casting director you in Hollywood I mean? right now? <laughs> but guess That's what? Like Mondo said, yeah. while we were watching it, Bob Hoskins showed up Bob in a Hoskins red hat. Bob Hoskins shows up right away just <laughs> yeah. to steal that. Here comes with Mario. The, with a red hat and yeah. red uh, suspenders. Yeah. And they were I just like, oh, that's the guy. Oh, Bob Hoskins. He's yeah. already there. Yeah. He's, yeah. 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 I love that yeah. hat. Yeah. Like, yeah. Foot long so, bill. Hats are another through line through this movie. I think it has like it's playing on that theme of like bureaucracy and like people need to do what what the job is. So like yeah. that that saying like oh put on your hat like that hat you wear. Oh yeah. So yeah. like Bob Hoskins is wearing that fucking crazy hat. Yeah. When um Sam ends up on the elevator, there's that that um there's that officer's like that's not like that elevator's right. for exclusive. He's wearing that like silver shiny hat. The yeah. mom's always wearing like that oh, hat yeah. that's like a foot. Like it's always like the hat you wear is like what you are. Right? Yeah. Like, right. it, yeah. Also with the suit because the the surgeon guy like gives him like oh you're not gonna get past anyone with that suit you're wearing. Exactly. And he gives him another suit. Like, yeah. It's all, oh, it's all a... facade and like all like. You know but what you yeah. are wearing. You know it's just like those exactly. Things, yeah. yeah, it's also and that the idea like paperwork that it, just is like shuffled in front of you. Oh, like I'm so like kind of like it's just like you know you're just pushing paper. You know like and how like they show Robert De Niro get like eaten up by it and like disappear. Like you know it's just like yeah. Oh, yeah, lost yeah. in the paperwork. Oh know? my god, dude. all I love those it. like yeah. everything is just that it's scene just is, all lost. I like, think easily the most disturbing scene in the movie. Yeah, like, it, it is. Bothers it, me, dude. Yeah. It bothers Isn't that me. is it is disturbing, right? Yeah. It like, is. Yeah, it's yeah. just so like it just that's keeps like a great horror movie moment. And, it like, is. It just like like it truly makes me uncomfortable. Like I've been like more sensitive to things. It's like you know like there's a lot there's a lot of outflight influence like i just feel like unsure about like the world in general but like movies just have like this like really strong effect on me emotionally and that like yeah. really fucking that bothered yeah me. yeah when i saw that scene i was just like i was like it's just scary it's like yeah I, yeah i can't explain it like my mind just goes somewhere else where i'm just like like that could happen to me that's yeah. gonna happen to me yeah you know? well and it's like that that character's <laughs> I, worst I don't fear think so <laughs> jordan it's gonna happen to me. i probably and not you're gonna but... be there and you can't you're not gonna be able to do anything about it and i'm sorry i wouldn't it, it would i would just <laughs> laugh i'd be i would point at you and i'd be laughing i'd be like look at this guy wow. well next time you wow. go to the dmv you're just gonna get swarmed with paperwork yeah. and just 
You're yeah. going to be obliterated. Yeah. I mean, no, uh, yeah. no one's going to notice. <laughs> and that's kind of the feeling they're like alluding to. Yeah. I guess, right? Yeah. yeah I mean, that's just, the point. It's like a really on the nose thing, but it's also very like, yes. It just, I mean, that's, that's like kind of the thing about this movie. Yeah. It's like very on the nose. Like I, like the hat thing. You know, that's like a very literal thing. I think like. But the, I mean, not, not most people are going to notice that, but you know, it but, is but one of those. Like, and it brings it back to like that idea of like, it is very like Looney Tunes. That's why it yeah. is on the nose. It's like literally yeah. just being cartoonish yeah. on the nose to be yeah. like, hey, like this is how silly and ridiculous this all is you know what i mean like this is this is not like this is not subtle at all like they're going to this dictatorship is going to take us all over and they're going to do this to it you know what i mean and it is funny because we're letting it happen because we're all stupid worry about plastic surgery or whatever the hell it you know what i mean exactly but it's it's you know it it is it's violent it's horrible you know what i mean like that's that's why this movie is so i mean that's why it's on the criterion collection right i mean because it really does you know, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I'm don't. i not sure, but I, I can't imagine that, like, the, the Wachowski, Wachowskis didn't, like, this is not influencing them for The Matrix, right? Like, this has, like, so many, like, things that I can't imagine they saw and were like, oh, yeah, like, I can, like, expand on that idea of, like, Definitely. you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, I think it's from, like, a rich line of work, you know? Yeah. Like, there's a lot of influence coming coming in on this. I was, I just actually, I just watched Mean Streets for the first time, Scorsese. Yeah. And, like, some of the shots, I was like, Terry Gilliam had to have influences, but all of Terry Gilliam's work is like after that. So I was like, it's the other way around. Like, yeah. like the, it was like wild to me that like Scorsese was just doing this like crazy camera work. Cause the thing about like Terry, Terry Gilliam movies is like, his camera's like always really close to the character. So it, it just gives everything like this really distorted, like kind of yeah. surreal feeling. And like, he'll use like really wide camera lenses and, but like you're still really close to the character and it's just like disorienting almost like it's really wacky. And like, that's probably a lot of his, uh, Monty Python influence coming through. Like the cartoonishness is like yeah. very Monty Python. Um, but I don't, I, I don't know. Like, but it, also, is it still funny? Like, yeah, there, well, I mean like that whole like thing where like, so there's that line ghost in the machine ghost in the shell yeah like that's like what the matrix is like totally influenced by like yeah. you know like it's just like you know these guys are like they saw all these things and like wait a minute wait a minute people make movies and get influenced by other movies Mondo. Yeah, <laughs> i don't not, think so. it's not just literature I'm everything's sorry. original baby yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know it's just that thing where it like you know matrix is really on the nose too and yeah. it's I mean it's not a bad thing it just is what it is yeah you know, like, I kind of prefer it if you yeah. if you do it the right way you yeah, know what I yeah, mean exactly okay well, like, if you can make it fun yeah, yeah exactly and I think like so like that's like the big difference like I just watched don't look up and I didn't like it like it didn't hit me the same way as Brazil and you kind of kind of argue they're kind of running like they're in the same family you know what I mean of like this very fatalistic dystopian nightmare of like this is how things are gonna be um you know one works the other doesn't it, okay so don't look up like that's what i feel like like that's what like i feel because like everyone is just screaming like these things are happening and these like but no one gives a fuck yeah no one cares especially the higher ups yeah and they don't care until it could like win them the election yeah they can gain something from it yeah where they see it from that perspective and that's why i like don't look up because it's like it's like screaming at people but people are still not listening and they're upset about that they're not listening because oh it's two they're screaming at me but yeah. I don't care like, yeah you know what? I mean that's stupid well, that's just like life that's you like know? what's really happening I think yeah. uh, Brazil's kind of like a step removed from that and I think what Don't Look Up doesn't do that Brazil does and why Brazil works for me and Don't Look Up doesn't work for me is the human aspect like how would humans like what's the human part of that and like the human part of Brazil is that everyone's looking for a distraction everyone's looking for that thing like a step removed to like take you away yeah. from your life I think that's where the title comes Brazil because the history of Brazil there's like really a lot of powerful shit happening in Brazil. Like they're going from a military regime to a democratic 
uh, government yeah. starting in 1985. Like, there's a whole history of Brazil starting in 1985, and there's a whole switch of power. So, like, the fact that he's listening to this song about Brazil that's all like happy, like, ding, ding, yeah. ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Like, that song's about Brazil. It's this idea. It's like, it's it, like this form of escapism. It's more of an idea than yeah. it is an yeah. actual idea. It's very much like a Kokomo, like a, a Beach <laughs> yeah. Boys Kokomo. Uh, what's, yeah. that, what's that kid's name from fucking uh, Don't Look Up? Timothy Chalamet? Timothy Chalamet. That's, oh, yeah. That's the distraction. Yeah. Timothy Chalamet. In that movie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. That's like, that's like the, like. Well, you're distracting you know, us now with it because he's not in Brazil, Mondo. No, and, and Timothy don't Chalamet. Look up. No, yeah, I know. I'm and, just kidding. Because that's look. Jennifer Lawrence's, like, kind of like getaway sort of yeah you know, for like, sure to like for this sure. younger kid who like you know idolizes her and all that stuff but yeah whatever we're talking about brazil yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i can <laughs> yeah, go we are. yeah i can go we about certainly that. are yeah but uh, yeah, uh look brazil um but that I'm for me the human aspect i would of say it. Oh. i would say <laughs> that terry gilliam in terms of a director you know, because we we've talked about time bandits uh i think one. that's the only other one that we've yeah, talked about so far yeah. yeah i'm actually a huge fan of terry gilliam uh, because of that, like, idea of that he does, you know, because uh, there's always that aspect of, like, a, what is it, like, a, a medieval, like, kind of knight. A knight in our, like, you know, like, knight yeah, in an army, like, that, yeah. you know, with a, a sword yeah. and, like, going, you know, after somebody. Like, you know, like, there's always, like, you know, especially in Fisher King, like, uh, oh, Rob, yeah, yeah. you know, Robin Williams has that idea. Which is also on the Criterion Collection. Yeah, exactly. And 12 Monkeys kind of has that a little bit. It's yeah. just more so the futuristic idea of like the hero, like, you know, who's like destined to like save the day, right? They have these yeah. dreams of these things. It's that, that David you know? and Goliath thing. Yeah. Like something like you're challenging, you're fighting something bigger, that's bigger than you. you know? Right. Yeah. yeah. And because he do, and because he films it in that, in that way that we're talking about where yeah. it's so kind of cartoony and it's so like, like you said, like it's distorted and it feels... It, and you never know what the character's reality is, yeah. which is a great thing about this film, too, because you don't know. Like, you're just like, oh, well, was Robert De Niro even ever there? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you right. really yeah. think about it, like, yeah. was anybody ever there for this guy? Was he yeah. just been has he just been sitting in that seat the whole time? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. And I think that that whole distortion of that is really I don't know that when you watch a movie like this, it's just like, oh, like it's not just boom 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 it's like something that you have to watch and you have to every scene and things you have to watch and be like oh that has to that that's going to make sense maybe not right now after i'm done with the movie but i'll think about you know what i mean like the certain scenes or visuals and things like that and i think like him doing that for such again like we were talking about uh especially with the you know later with the wachowskis taking a basic hero story yeah and turning it into something yeah hero's journey and turning into something that's more i don't know like a you know it's not it's not the the most basic thing. It's not yeah. just you know he you know we just have a guy who just pulls out a sword and has to fight a dragon to save a princess. Yeah, there is that kind of idea. He has to pull out a pen. It was, it was to me it, like something that was repressed, like this. Yeah. Um, this fantasy, like he's a he's kind of like a bland bureaucratic operator, and he's got these vivid fantasies of him in arm, like he's a knight in shining shining armor yeah. with wings, and he's flying around. He's slaying a giant um you know and rescuing like samurai the princess. guy like yeah, yeah. yeah. and and, you know. and that's sort of like a great like you know metaphor for everybody well, who just works thing. like it's a regular like, life job right, or something right. like you don't yeah, want to just and we aspire to yeah to be great, something else you know? yeah, yeah that yeah. that makes sense because that's like uh robert de niro is an extension of himself of who he really wants to be like the savior yeah. kind of guy you know yeah like he's not always there like and it makes sense that like he knew about like the form you know like it's yeah. not like De Niro, he already knew about that form, you right, know, because right. he's in that like that, you know, like that's his job, you know, to yeah. all, know all these things right. and like you know whatever, like 
I forget like the information, whatever desk or what it's called, you know, like what? oh information collection. Or yeah, whatever. like yeah, he already the, knows the about that. Like yeah, he didn't yeah. really need, which is just, so cool because he's like operating totally outside of it now. Yeah, you know? like he doesn't. I love that he's like a vigil- vigilante repair. Yeah, like, he's, <laughs> he's a Batman for uh, yeah. like AC yeah. repair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think it's very yeah. specifically Robert De Niro in this movie. Like I think that's part of like this distraction, like this. Uh, this kind of media culture because everyone's yeah. like always watching TV in here. Like even the girl in the bathtub has a mirror for the TV so she can see the TV in her right, bathtub. Right. So you think like the casting of De Niro is because he's the only American way? actor in this movie. Yeah, and exactly. De Niro was famous as shit at this time. This is post Taxi Driver. This is post Godfather. Like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was. He, he it came was out like, as a total surprise when I saw yeah, him. Yeah. This is like the guy. This is like this is like the the point of intrigue in Sam Lowry's life. Like yeah. This is the guy that's going to take him away from everything. This is, makes my life interesting. Like oh like like the shit just got real or like. Like after he meets Nero, the movie goes off the rails. You know what I mean? So like this. Yeah, is, he's got a yeah. gun. He's like, yeah, it's like yeah. this whole thing. Like yeah. yeah, it's like yeah, it's like a now it's an American movie. Yeah, yeah exactly. no, I really, I really think anyway. um, throughout the whole movie, we might suspect that De Niro is the, the delusional fantasy. You know? Yeah, or, or like yeah, yeah kind of he like definitely his, is at the end. Yeah, like but, his like yeah. Tyler Durden. You know, yeah. like like you're yeah, saying, yeah, like yeah, what exactly. he would want to do and what he right. would like to do and go against and do all this stuff. You yeah. know? And of it's, course, it would be a vigilante for central services. He'd just be fixing everybody's yeah. air conditioning. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. he'd, be, very, he'd be cutting yeah. through the bureaucratic red tape <laughs> yeah. and like just fixing everybody's AC. Like that's just <laughs> not like a you know who would really go about doing that. Right. I mean, you know, you want to start a revolution, you're going to fix people's air conditioners. Come on, but it's also like how does he know that this guy well i mean you just like chime into like like uh, like the phone like phone tapped or something but he's not listening to everything like and he can't just be that like you know yeah so but, yeah. but again that's what makes it like yeah he's that's what's that it's fantasy. Fantasy. but who knows i mean we don't know i'm not but, saying for sure I, mean, I couldn't say for sure but that, and that's I what's mean, great I'm about it saying sam laurie's character knows to do these things but he can't do them himself because he's such a like yeah he created know, that like tyler durden you know, for yeah, i didn't yeah, you know what yeah. honestly i didn't consider the tyler durden connection and yeah um but i'm all for it yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah. especially yeah. because yeah. he's just always there when he needs him. Yeah, and he just like takes off when he doesn't need him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love the shots where he's ziplining yeah. down. Yeah, through yeah. The yeah that's fucking it's great. It's so ridiculous. It's like they just put yeah. like an action figure on a yeah. line. And just like, yeah. I mean, let's, okay, let's just <laughs> get. Epic. Let's make that the last thing yeah. that we're going to talk about right here because uh, you know to wrap up Brazil. But I would just say because me and Mondo are just like you know we're you know we're old we're men of a certain age as you know you guys are I'm <laughs> sure, but we we are just so like. You know, when we watch these movies, we're just so like, oh, my God, like, it's so great to, like, not see any kind of, like, CGI or, like, you know, yeah. just, like, crazy yeah. effects that are so obvious, yeah. especially when he was fighting that samurai, the, the you know, the tall samurai. You can tell yeah. it's, like, uh, you know, depth perception and different things that they use. Yeah. Force opposed- perspective. Yeah. 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 As opposed to just, like, you know, trying to just, oh, we'll just do, like, uh, you know, we'll just make the flames, you know, CGI or whatever. Yeah. Like, this, it's just, like, so refreshing. It just makes it, you know, it I don't is, know how yeah. you guys feel about that. I don't know if you guys are, like, CGI guys. Again, I don't mind it. it. That's you know? something, definitely something we've talked about, especially in action movies. Yeah. How it makes, like, the action much more visceral. And, like, right. That's why yeah. you're not going to get, like, an action movie. Like, when we talked about speed, like, you're just not going to get that feeling anymore because it's yeah. going to exactly. be some CGI yeah. bullshit. Yeah. 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 And, like, when we talked about uh, Terminator 2, we, it, was, it was at a point in time time where you were seeing like there's a lot of cgi in terminator 2 yeah, but nice the practical both, you know? yeah but yeah. like the practical effects to me like uh hit much more viscerally like like Caesar was saying but like that um yeah that that uh, t1000 um cgi was pretty dope too yeah yeah, 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 yeah exactly especially for 
it just made that sort time, of yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it just made sense with the practical action that's going on those are real flames when he's that weird liquid thing mm-hmm. so that makes more sense and nowadays it would just make everything cgi the yeah. flames him I mean, like everything it would be a great like, gr- oh, yeah. like you, you sometimes you see a shot you're like that doesn't need to be cgi yeah the, yeah, the yeah. first fucking uh, example that comes to mind i just like shang chi there's like this whole bus oh. we, we, whole... We, that's what i mean we've there's so many episodes <laughs> i've been complaining about this goddamn movie okay <laughs> comparing that yeah because yeah. like yeah. a lot of it's not bad a lot of that movie isn't bad but like the bus scene probably the most exciting scene in the movie yeah like the wide shots where they show the bus on the outside they could have easily made that a real bus instead they of a fucking yeah. cgi yes, bus absolutely rolling through yeah. san francisco you know what i mean i mean I, I don't even think you know i don't know you know this might sound I, I, this is a bad joke i was gonna say i don't even think shang chi has a real samurai uh brazil has a real samurai but that's not the same <laughs> <laughs> just really just ignorant i'm there, sorry there, i actually <laughs> there's there's some thoughts about like why he's finding that samurai about like switching blame that could be like related to today about like this distraction about like you know covid came from china and stuff like that yeah. and he's like he's like mad at his life and he has to fight a samurai so it's like him like not being mad at the system that's like mm, like fucking yeah. turned him out but like he's like placing the blame on like some sort of ideology ideology yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that it. makes I mean, sense like, so like because yeah. like i was like why the fuck is he fighting a samurai but it's yeah. like about it's a bit of xenophobia in there. exactly yeah, for exactly. sure especially because there is a scene when he's dropping all those papers and that old lady's just like, pick these up, you immigrant. You think you just come here and yeah, don't speak yeah. English and like yeah. dirty our streets? Yeah. yeah. I was like, these these streets are pretty dirty, lady. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen the dystopian future you yeah. live in. It's pretty horrible. Yeah. You but yeah, it's yeah, the, subtlety that, yeah, the that, fact you know that it's mean? a samurai has to be significant. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And I think it has to do with that because, you know. Yeah. Like, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. The, oh, so we bombed Japan. They bombed us finally. The, kind the, of like, you like, know. The well, the I mean, it's not. It's, like but it's not necessarily an American movie. I mean, I know Terry Gilliam's American, but it is more so. I really do feel like it's kind of like. More like kind of comedy on like British the movie. British kind of like well, uh, I mean, uh, totalitarian was on thing, the Nazi you know? side, right? Like that's why mm. we bombed them. Well, know? sure, sure, sure. Yeah, so, yeah. And and Europe was on our side, America's. So that's kind of like a thing, you know, like, you know. There was something going on. Right? Yeah. Right? I mean, I didn't really look yeah, there's a significance there. But look, I didn't Mondo, I, I don't know yeah. what I'm you're not... upset about, but we're not going <laughs> to bomb anybody. Okay. Yeah. We're, this is just a podcast. <laughs> We're chilling. <laughs> yeah, we got to speak carefully because yeah. we're on the precipice of World War Three. As, yeah, as, as of exactly. this podcast, we don't know. We don't know who our allies are. All right, <laughs> yeah. All right let's let's just do. Well, let's go around. Slav, obviously. Well, of course, we're, but, we're but I'm it. saying like together. <laughs> it's just us four in the bunker. Let's right form now. a coalition. Yeah, <laughs> we're just gonna be potting from the bunker. Yeah. <laughs> just start calling other podcasts. Are you gonna join us or not? Because yeah. you're on the other side. If you don't, <laughs> let's do last thoughts on yeah. Brazil so we yeah. can get into the Matrix. These guys picks. All right. Patrick, can we do your last thoughts first? Just a quick little sum up of what you know, how you felt about it. Give it a little rating. Ratings don't matter. We don't, but we like to just do it just for you know people listening. For fun. Okay. Yeah. If you want to recommend it or whatever, we do zero to five. You know what I mean? Okay. So we're on a zero to five scale. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Last thoughts. Um, I thought this was an amazing dystopian, futuristic movie. Um, the the slapstick element of it was frankly like it's funny like there's a lot of laughs like my favorite line of the movie the one i laughed most audibly and i felt like it was it was a i don't know i felt wrong for laughing but uh when he comes back to the his mother's apartment Mm -hmm. and um you know he's talking to jill and uh he's like hey i erased you i killed you're dead (laughs) and and she goes so how about a little necrophilia (laughs) i was like what the Oh my god! So you're into that, oh, I remember that uh, line. Yeah. <laughs> but 
like this one, like Nipples as far as like dystopian <laughs> movies go, um, when Caesar uh, let me know that this was on the docket for discussion, it was your first you know, time. It was my first time watching it, and my you know within f- the f- first five minutes, and you know, I had no background of this movie at all, and I was like, this is like 1984 meets Monty Python, yeah, and it was perfect because yeah, you know, yeah, Terry yeah. Gilliam and 1984 came out the year prior. Um, and uh, like I see, I see elements of Blade Runner in it too. Like it's especially the cityscapes. Um, but uh, yeah, as far as like dystopian movies go, like this one's like kind of like frustratingly realistic in the in the way mm-hmm. that I've seen bureaucracies work. And um, yeah. but yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. So as far like I really really loved it. Um, Let's go uh, four and a half uh, strokes out of five. Hell yeah. I like that. <laughs> I like that, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. But yeah, no, uh, Caesar, can we hear your last thoughts? But you're right. It's just, it's it just, it just, you know, it's just like one of those things. It's just so, fr- like, I just, I don't want to sign, like, you know what I mean? Like, you're just going to, like, get put somewhere and people are going to have to sign so much paperwork to get you out. You're just going to die in there. Anyway, Caesar, what are your last thoughts? <laughs> we're, living uh, in, we're living in a hellscape. <laughs> <laughs> last thoughts. Uh, I came to this movie pretty early on in my, like, uh, in my movie watching career. I think like when I, when I really started to really watching movies, it was probably like 1920. This one came pretty early on because of the case. You're for, how for, old? 1920. <laughs> like, like I'm, I'm 34. But you were born in 1920? No. What do you mean? 1920 years old. Oh, oh like 1920. 19 slash 20 years old. Yeah, okay. Um, 19 yeah, you guys didn't 19, get that? No, yeah, he was I, saying I who when he first started, 1920. No, when he first started watching movies, he was like 19 was slash 19 20. 20. Yeah. It wasn't in the 1920s. I need a slash in there. <laughs> 19 slash 20. Um, Caesar invented movies back in 1920. <laughs> uh, <laughs> relevant to this... To this podcast, uh, it was uh, the casing, the, like the packaging for Criterion, because this thing was fucking fat. Like it was, yeah, it was yeah. Mm-hmm. Set, yeah, yeah, it was huge. Like yeah. it looked like something like it looked like a double VHS, except it was on DVD. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Um, Terry Gilliam, excellent filmmaker, highly influential. Um, now that I've known more about movies, he kind of feels like the he kind of feels like the junk food of art movies. You know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> um, That's actually a. a Kind of a good way to put that, because yeah. you know, because he has like twelve monkeys and things that aren't very popular. You yeah. know, when you think about him, and you know, Fisher King. I mean, it's not popular, but it has you know Robin Williams, Jeff Bridges. That's like pretty good because it is like people who are like are super like art film people will probably tell you Terry, Terry Gilliam sucks, but people who are just like us, regular normal human beings <laughs> who just like all kinds of different things because yeah. we're just you know we understand that life is you know different yeah we, yeah I, I can see that as being like a junk food kind of thing because i think he just he goes he goes for a lot of style not style over substance but style is definitely his forte absolutely yeah, yeah. um but i think he's part of like a long lineage of things like there's a lot of fellini in his movies mm-hmm. um i think that's that, a good hey I, I like that I like that. No, no, no. I, I never really thought of that until you said that right now. Like, yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. Sorry. Uh, I, I, I was keep interrupting about that today. Keep I was like, yeah, I'm feeling a lot of Fellini vibes. I, I didn't think about it that way, but, like, I think if you're, like, barely getting into movies, Terry Gilliam's amazing because it's, like, Absolutely, you, yeah. there's just a lot of shit that you've never seen. You know what I mean? Like, th- he does some wacky shit, like, the model sets that he uses, like, all the mu- all the stuff he carried over from Monty Python, the stuff he talks about, uh, the subject matter, things like... He's not getting into taboo, but he's getting into some weird shit. Like, especially yeah. with Fear and Loathing, you know, like, he's going there. He's taking you there. He's not, like, quite crossing boundaries, but he's taking you to the edge for sure. Yeah. Um, this movie, 
any other time in my life I would have given this movie five stars. It's hard for me to watch right now. Like this is like a little too close to real life. Uh, I, I think like I'm feeling like a lot of fucking dread in my in my body because of that. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I'm having really visceral reactions to movies like this. I think that's why I like just like shat on Don't Look Up because I was like fuck you. Like we'll get into the this Matrix. Is happening. Yeah, we'll get into the Matrix because it's more hopeful. But I will give this. Uh, is it? I will. I will give this uh, four arrest receipts. Well, that's not oh, bad man. at all. <laughs> you you kind of made it seem you're going to go like lower than no, that. No, I'm not going to trash. It's a it's undeniably yeah. Yeah, good is, movie. Yeah. Undeniably good Absolutely. movie. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mondo, I'm going to go first before you. Okay, I'm just kidding. No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Damn, I don't know what I can say now. That, that was, both uh, Patrick and Caesar really summed it up really well right there. So wrap it up. Hurry up. Uh, yeah, I'll give it a, I'll give it a, a Four metrics. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that I didn't know those bastards were changing the metrics back to metrics. But I mean, I mean you, know? you can you can give a last thoughts. I yeah. Was just no, yeah. I mean it's a great movie. It's like it's so it is really dystopian uh, dream girl thing you know going on, but. Uh, I, I don't know like it just like I can't like you know I can't get over all like the comedic things like the Looney Tunes like it's so like brought to life like you know especially when like I mean this is just one scene that really stood out was like when she, uh, she drives past with her like giant cab or whatever it is like dump truck and like he's gone you know like mm-hmm. it's like that's so Looney Tunes, like you know, just like grab yeah. on or whatever. Yeah, he keeps like popping <laughs> yeah. up in the windows <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, I actually like, really like that. Yeah, yeah, it's like right yeah, after he writes, those, "I love you" on the windshield. All those yeah. sounds are like, great. Yeah. And then another thing I wanted to mention is that when uh, De Niro's ziplining, it reminded me of Tenant so much. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> you know, like it was just so like. That I mean, those were like the best parts of Tenant. Like, yeah. Tenant sucks. I would fucking, I would love <laughs> Christopher that. Nolan sent us our check. I would yeah, love we to mentioned have a pot about Tenant with you, you know, guys. Like it, yeah, we should just <laughs> talk about it. Like, oh this, man, the, I wish Christopher the, Nolan had just like zip lined some action figures down the side. Yeah, of the, exactly. Side of the it building. Just, like, those are like the best parts. Like, of right? yeah. yeah. I wish Christopher Nolan would have wrote a script. Yeah. Uh, anyway. So what? What was your rating? Was it four metrics? Awesome. Hell yeah. That's you know again. I mean, this is a great movie. Like it is ever, absolutely. Don't skip it. Like yeah, I watch yeah. it. You know, yeah. like it just. I would recommend this to anyone yeah. for sure. That would be my final thoughts as well. Just I recommend it to anybody who might listen to this and be like, oh, this is, sounds interesting. I've never heard of this or seen this. Yeah, fucking watch it. And you can only rent it right now. It's not available to well, stream. You can but buy the Blu-ray. You know, yeah, you get the Blu-ray on Criterion. Hey, look, yeah. Criterion. And you understand that we're version. hawking Blu-rays for you? There's the studio version called the Love Conquers All. Yeah, yeah. yeah we like the, you. I, the I imagine you guys watch the the final cut version I don't or whatever. Even know. Yeah, there's okay. a few versions. A fun but... little fact is I almost bought this movie again to watch. I I, I own this movie, and I almost bought it again because I didn't remember that I owned this yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That happens with Criteria. Yeah, it that happens a lot, actually. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, you buy, a, like, I buy, like, six of them. I watch one of those six, and then I'm like, oh, I'm going to buy Another six more. And then I'm like, oh, I already bought these six. Yeah. I just didn't watch them. Yeah. They're just yeah. sitting there on my Four... Four Brazils, four Brazilian waxes. I'll give this. Uh, I'll give this specific movie because, again, like like everyone said, everyone's already said it so well. Yeah. It's just a great I was mix. Say something really horrible. Yeah, he's gonna give it four. Please nipples, don't. Four nipples. Please don't. <laughs> Please do not. We don't want to get canceled. Where everyone's already canceled here as it is. Uh, no, no. But this is like it's just a, such a great uh, look at that dystopian future of that idea of you know like just. I mean, it, the only reason why I think that it reaches the level that it does is because of all those those practical effects. Like, you know what I mean? Like the the Terry Gilliam style of that, 
like the you know the way that uh, you know his mom the the plastic face you know pulling it back yeah. and putting the plastic on her face and all that crazy makeup yeah. and just how insane Jim Broden is as her surgeon like you know that 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 like adds to that I don't know it just adds layers to all this where it just kind of you know it could be just a cartoon but yeah. there is more layers to it than just Looney Tunes so it's like Looney Tunes with like heart you know with it's substance. like Looney Tunes with something yeah with well, substance I mean Looney Tunes has substance but I'm saying this is well, just it's not just for the sake of Looney Tunes you know? yeah because like I, you know I was trying to figure out what the name of the guy was who did those voices but there's yeah. so many great screams in Chuck this Jones? film no, he does that, the screams that's the animator no the guy who does like the he did like play those voices didn't he but Chuck like, Jones is the animator for sure oh really yeah. I don't know I'm not sure I'm not gonna get into this fight you guys gotta take it outside look <laughs> But there's a guy who does like the screams and all the like the, the old Looney Tunes things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And there was so many moments in this film that felt like that. Where I was like, oh, that reminds me of like being a kid and watching like some wacky, you know what I mean? Like things. So this is just a fantastic film. It's on Criterion. And this movie's know, like super influential. influential. Like, yeah, of you know, course. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, Hudsucker Proxy. Like that's like the whole, oh, like, yeah, I see the whole that office now. scene. And like they even use that song that do, 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 Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Like going through everything. Yeah. There's a lot of Total Recall too. I don't know if you guys noticed that. I just like got no, so I mean, much like total I recall vibes about like yeah. that separate life, like like being like uh, being that secret that agent fantasy. or something oh, like that. Yeah, you know okay, what I mean? Yeah, that whole yeah, fantasy yeah. thing. There's yeah. a strong there. So there's a whole genre of movies about like that noir aspect where like yeah. it's lost in translation. It's like Big Lebowski. It's like yeah. Inherent Vice. It's just like where you get sucked into his journey and you can't quite keep up and like it all gets lost. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's all lost in the paperwork, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the genre is called, but yeah. it's, it's, a, it's definitely a genre. But yeah, movie. that's what I was mentioning to you earlier about like how it feels like so gumshoe where it's just like this guy stumbling like over everything and like, you know, it just something, something develops, but really nothing develops. Like, you know, like, yeah. Oh, and then X-Men, like Cerebro, like that was like the whole thing too. Like, you know, yeah. Xavier, like when he put, you know, like that's very like, similar. You know, like, oh, yeah, wow, for sure. Wow. That's yeah. like yeah. the whole thing too. Like, you know, yeah. like you're going to bring Brian Singer into this? No, Good I'm saying God. like Chris Claremont. Oh. Chris Claremont. Wait, is he yeah. your friend? Like this, <laughs> well, that scene where he's getting interrogated, that yeah. is Cerebro. For sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, definitely. But yeah. like I'm saying Chris Claremont, like, you know, the, the premier writer of X-Men like he must have saw Brazil like especially because he was writing in the 80s you know yeah. and yeah. just like and that it just informed part of the you know part of that yeah. universe yeah you know? hell yeah so it's just like so influential this film and like definitely yeah, yeah well you had your last thoughts Mondo and uh, I'm trying to get mine <laughs> <laughs> we heard you I'm kidding I'm kidding I'm glad that you brought that up because that's what I was going to say but fine okay yes <laughs> I was going to read the X-Men <laughs> reference up but you took it from that's, me that's <laughs> no I'm just kidding yeah right no Bra- Brazil great stuff thank you for bringing this because I don't think I don't know if we ever got around to it but what yeah. we're going to talk about next is are you going to take the blue pill or the red pill no I have a better question what? uh what good is a podcast if you can't speak? Mm. Oh, I like that one. What does that mean? Well, you didn't watch The Matrix, <laughs> obviously. Oh, somebody I didn't did. do their homework. <laughs> the slobs are bringing The Matrix to the Criterion Collection, which is, you know, it's, Criterion you know. Criterion Cult, Jordan. No, well, you know, Both. but but also, you know, yeah, the cult yeah. in the collection. Yeah. But I'm saying it's kind of surprising this is the first time we're talking about The Matrix. Like, who wouldn't bring The Matrix, right? I yeah, don't, I don't you know. guys have like sixty episodes now. Yeah, you, you Matrix, haven't talked yeah. about the Matrix yet. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, so Caesar Patrick. Yes, we're talking about the Matrix, yes. 1999. Yes. One nine nine. That's like a big like cinema year. We like, talk about it a lot on the that. show. Yeah. We talk about yeah. 1999 a lot on our show. Yeah. Directed by Lily Wachowski, Lana Wachowski. 
And it stars, obviously, the, uh, you know, the god Keanu Reeves as Thomas A. Anderson slash neo-Nazi. Neo, sorry. <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne as Geo-Nazi. Morpheus. Carrie Ann Moss as Trinity. Hugo Weaving, who just is upset at anything he does, as Agent Smith. Joe Pants, Panalani, Pan, 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 Pat, Patiliano. There you go. Cypher. As Cypher. Gloria Foster, Oracle. Marcus Chong as Tank. Paul Goddard, Agent Brown. Oh, everyone's in this. You, you, you guys see Matrix. Come on. Who's acting like Agent they don't Orange, seen... Agent Pink. Agent Hell White. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And here Agent is a, Smith. And again, here's a Letterbox, uh, you know, synopsis. If they put on Letterbox, please sponsor us. Please call me. Welcome to the real world. Oh, tagline. Yeah, that's the tagline. And then this is not the MTV is real this, world uh, either. Yeah, is this the real world uh, yeah. tagline? Is like no, no. Listen to me. This yeah. is set in the 22nd century. The Matrix tells the story of a computer hacker who joins a group of underground insurgents fighting the vast and powerful computers who now rule the world. Uh, also sounds like it's happening today, huh, <laughs> fellas? Mm-hmm. Seems pretty relevant. Yeah. Hey. Hey. hey, you're right. <laughs> Politicalness. Right. Doing the relevant dance. Yeah. <laughs> Caesar. <laughs> Patrick, yeah. the slobs are bringing the Matrix to put into the collection, into the cult, like Mondo just scolded me earlier about. Yeah, that's what we are, right? No, yeah, no, 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 I know. But can you can you tell me, all right, you don't have to tell me why right off the bat. We're going to get into it, we're going to go into it, but like you, you guys have to come here and you have to defend this movie to me. For sure. Right? Yeah, so this what, is, what's I your mean, experience with the Matrix? Yeah, what, what, is, what, is, what is like why... Like, why is this, like, you know, a movie that, you know, in our generation that you saw and you're like, damn, yeah. this should be preserved forever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Patrick, you can go first on this one. Uh, yeah. So I think um, if we if we look at Brazil as, um, you know, uh, the, the symbol for a stifling bureaucracy or system, um, the matrix of the subsequent generation is the same thing you know like i i think that's why like this is such a ge- genius pairing um it's like you know stifling institutions cultural norms society wake um, up that's people. what the matrix represents right <laughs> you know and 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 Get very unplugged <laughs> yeah, exactly like very directly um you know uh takes on that topic and uh i think more so more so than brazil actually more so directly you know because uh-huh. you know you got morpheus saying for sure yeah welcome yeah. to the real world you know yeah um, yeah so yeah, i would say that's uh that's it's my an rationale. easier pill to swallow than brazil a little bit <laughs> oh most definitely you know? sure like just you know like it's that like 90s aesthetic kind of like you know the hits like that that hard rock soundtrack and stuff like that you mm. know yeah definitely you know Caesar, Keanu, what? You, Caesar, Keanu, somebody. Okay, <laughs> tell me why this movie should be. Look, this is Patrick. I, I like how I like I, he threw that up for you. He threw that yeah. layup for you. Yeah. He this started is gonna off, be a little. Yeah, bit. that little nice because because that is a good. Because for me, you know, putting those pairs together, I was like Brazil and the Matrix. Yeah, you know, and I and you know, and I, and I host this podcast, and I was like, what is this fool talking about? <laughs> should I find a different pairing? What what am I doing? Should I not? Em- should I yeah. try not to embarrass? I talked man? to him, I talked to him last night. And he's like, you still want to do that? <laughs> <laughs> but it was, but it, but like you said, it's genius. It's absolutely genius. Go on, Caesar. Um, this might be a little incendiary, but I think the Matrix is Matrix is probably like one of the most influential films of the last 40, 50 years. Okay. I think um, there is all those themes about that, but I think 
as far as the themes go, and there's a ton of the Matrix. There's the philosophy, there's simulation theory, there's the whole bit about self-actualization that I talked about. Um, there's like a really great love story, not only between Neo and Trinity, but between Trinity, Neo, and Morpheus. Like there's like a lot of love in that triangle there. Um, put all that aside, and it's just a fucking great action movie. Um, I think a great action movie requires excellent set pieces and i think this delivers the beats in this movie are just crazy like if you watch this movie it's two hours of tightness like it's just back to back to back there's like no empty space and the only thing that gets tired for me is that i've seen this movie so many times that i know it word for word yeah the other day this is one the other day this is a while ago but i chewed on like i chewed on a little bit of mushrooms and i went home and i put on the matrix and i didn't realize that i fucking knew this movie word for word like i was like saying yeah. every line like <laughs> and this was like before like i I hadn't seen it in like 10 years, but I still know this movie word for word. I have like so much history with this movie and it's exciting for me every time. I remember watching this movie in the theater for the first time in 1999. I remember seeing the making of on MTV and that's what made me want to watch it. It just seemed like the coolest thing to fucking happen at the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, there's so much reinvention. There's a cinematic language created in this. There's a cinematic style. The way it's color graded, you still see that shit. Like there's like a Hulu style of TV shows now. This movie inspired that fully you know what i mean like this and david lynch have have created an entire cinematic language that's still being used today and there's still there's shots in this movie that seem that they, they, they seem so tired it's because people have been copying them ever since this movie came out like uh, like just the fight scenes too like the way that the the fight scenes are, are choreographed and they let the long shot linger you see every hit happen you know what i mean like there's just like so much exciting shit about this. Like Point Break is one of my favorite movies. I think this movie takes Point Break ten times over. Like I think yeah. the most exciting thing that happens in Point Break is when fucking Keanu jumps out of that airplane without a parachute. I think this movie has like five of them. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, From surfer to hacker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like the evolution we, of an action yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was that was well put. I think like there's there's. Like Brazil's covering a lot of the same themes, but yeah. a lot of times you got to feel like you're you're dealing with trade offs, right? A movie yeah. can be great in one area, um, and weaker in others. But The Matrix hits everything, you know. Like yeah. it's an awesome, straightforward yeah. action movie, um, but it's dealing with these really, really deep themes as, of yeah. you know, like I mean, a, I a think cultural paradigm. Lawrence that, Fishburne like, makes exposition fucking exciting you know what I mean? yeah. absolutely for sure yeah. definitely look i will say this look you know bringing this into look you know i'm you know i'm not i'm not a huge matrix guy i'll yeah. say that right off the bat yeah i'm not like the, i'm Were not this before, big before though I no you I've, before no i've never yeah. been i've never really i saw it when i was a kid i was like oh yeah this is cool i yeah, really like yeah. that neo you know puts on a trench coat and shoots up a bunch of people maybe i'll do that <laughs> at school whatever i don't know Oh, Forget about it. You know, that's the most controversial thing we've had like, recorded. Right, like, <laughs> just kidding. But you know what I mean. I was like, oh, sure, I'll listen to Marilyn Manson. Maybe I'll, you know, I'll buy an that, automatic weapon. Well, I don't worry know. about. I the might kid cut myself. School, Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of funny. No, no, but I, but I just like, yeah, it wasn't never. It was never like a one of those movies for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. When I was young, like where I was just like, oh, like you know, I love playing break. I love all this, but Matrix never like really like. You know, I love the action stuff. You know what I mean? But yeah. I think it was a matter of like not really understanding how um, like ahead of that ahead of its time that action stuff really was. Yeah. You know what I mean? I watched it and I enjoyed it, but like you know now, obviously as I'm older, I know that like you know they have the bullet time 
you know, uh, yeah. technology that they did. And all the, yeah. you know, that last scene where they're shooting up that whole, you know, that whole lobby, you know, when Trinity and, 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 uh, yeah. you know, and Keanu Reeves are just going crazy. Neo, yeah. I was just like, oh yeah, like that. Is, I've never seen maybe like heat kind of has sort of like, you know, what that shootout yeah. that they have, you know, you know, yeah, what I mean? when like, they robbed the bank. Yeah. yeah. That's probably the most that it felt like something was like yeah. real. It felt like something, you know, bullets were really like hitting something. Yeah, where the guns just sound. Like yeah. Like so things like, are like really blowing up yeah. by the actors or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like it really felt like that, but it was never like a movie where I was like, oh yeah, Matrix is like my favorite movie because everyone, you know, everyone likes the Matrix and I get it, you know, I mean, but I, I just, I, I don't know why I never like really, uh, I don't know. I don't, I really don't know. I mean, like I have the same Explain kind to me of, why. I have the same Someone kind of tell relationship. Someone tell me why. I have the same kind of relationship yeah. with the Matrix. Like I remember my cousin telling me like, oh yeah, this is so good. I was like, really? I was like, okay. Like, you know, like I just, yeah. and then I saw it and I was like, yeah, I, like, I don't know. I just didn't like. It just didn't hit me like yeah as I thought it would or as it was hitting the, the like America you know like the yeah. culture like I didn't want to go to school and shoot up <laughs> shoot up a school <laughs> I just wasn't inspired that way I just, I just you know like, that that's how it hit America you know what I mean I just like I just want to shoot up a school now you know Jesus like Christ. just like. It didn't bring me to that point. That my boiling family point, listens you know? to this podcast. Like, I know. It didn't bring me to that boiling yeah. point. You know, like I was like, okay, but after, yeah, after mall mean, rats, after mall rats, you're like, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I love the smell. Of, I love the smell of commerce in the morning, but not like this. You know, like yeah, okay. I think that's um, <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I think that's... you got it. You get it. No, I think I, that's I, like. A, I think that's a clearly. Like what has happened is that this movie is uh it was too influential. <laughs> exactly. It's like been so drawn upon so many times. Yeah. Everyone knows about it, everyone loved it. Yeah. it it's yeah. just like fatigue, you know? Yeah. But No, but it it is one of those like there's certain movies that I can like really look back and be like, Oh, I remember like when I went to watch yeah. that movie Absolutely. and this is one of them. You yeah. know what I mean? I, like, yeah, I yeah. definitely remember. Yeah. This I is remember like buying the D V D. Yeah, probably like, yeah. one of the few movies I watched what, eighty seven I was probably I think I was like twelve when this came out. But even at twelve years old, like I saw this movie and and and, and I knew and like and, and like that's like the one movie I clearly remember being like, this is like nothing I've ever seen before, and that sounds like a for sure. Thing. That's like no, a no, thing yeah, to yeah, say. No, 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 it, it, no, it's not. I remember at all. even thinking that at twelve years old, like The Matrix. Yeah. I was like, holy shit! Yeah. Like you're it, twelve, like, we'll give you a pass. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but also because again, like you know, this is also another corny thing to say, but it is literally just you know we're men of a certain age. Yeah, for sure. So it's just like our, this certain generation of us that we saw certain things. We were there for certain things. You know what I mean? We can say we we're there for The Matrix. Yeah. Which there's so many like generations now. We're like, oh, The Matrix is the greatest thing ever. This is like. You know, red pill. I'm red pilled. I'm this. You know, yeah. and we, you know, we were there for it. We know they're just a movie. We're not psychopaths. <laughs> yeah, but you and, know what I'm saying. In like Brazil, we were born that year. You know. Yeah, like, yeah. So, oh yeah. Like yeah, exactly. Things. Yeah. See, that's yeah. 85, right? Yeah, like that's pretty 85. much all our general kind of yeah, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I'm 87. You're 80. 88. 88. Yeah, now. exactly. Yeah. So that yeah, it's it is a pretty good like. We are. You know, that's why I feel like that's why we're sort of able to like uh, appreciate the two genres of that, right? Yeah. So we can see the kind of like the slow, artsy Brazil side of that. But we can also see the like the hyper prodigy Nine Inch Nails machine gun yeah. side of like it too. Is, you know what I mean? Like, and appreciate both of them and be like, oh, hell yeah. Because we, yeah. we sort of lived through kind of that yeah. in a way. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Because there is certainly like a level of gratuitousness in the Matrix. Which is fantastic. Like if you yeah. ex- if you accept the logic of the movie, like when they go in and shoot 
up the lobby with all those guys. They're they're killing a large amount yeah. of innocent yeah. people. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's why when we like made the connection to school shooters, I was like, "Fuck!" Because like, <laughs> yeah. dude, the, the we the shouldn't Matrix, be laughing, but <laughs> yes, the Matrix. The Matrix. You have <laughs> like the way the plot is laid out is like yeah. uh, if you're not one of us, you're potentially one of them. Yeah. And, uh, so it which is problematic gives uh, especially Neo at this point in time Trinity you know what that's you know i wasn't even trying yeah. to really bring that up but that does really make sense because it yeah. is literally just like hey if nobody's on your side yeah don't matter shoot right. them up yeah like right. you know it doesn't matter who they are whatever they represent they're not on your side just yeah. fucking mow them down yeah and you know again i can agree with that as like a drunk person right now <laughs> <laughs> but, it, but but in At the this real time world, in place. But in the real, you know what I'm saying. But in the real world, and you know, in the real actual yeah. world, we have to wake up and go to work and, and think, go to work and think about your right. family and friends. Yeah, you can't think that. You, you that, that's just like dumb. That's just very dumb. No, I, 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 think, shoot them up, man. I think this where I think this is where like Brazil maybe had a more mature way of telling the story because yeah yeah because um, Sam Sam right Sam Lowry yeah. yeah. Um, he does not rise above the system. Like he still had like the fact that he's like indulging in this fantasy of being this vigilante, like fixing everybody's air conditioner. Um, <laughs> like he he's not able to rise above it. Like yeah, yeah. What he's like too radical. Like he's trying to be Neo. Like and that's not realistic. Like we. It, like yeah, in order not. to be Neo, I mean, at the end of Brazil, he's still the little spoon, you know. Like, right, he, right. Well, like, like in order to be Neo, like you have to be able to justify to yourself like killing innocent people. Like, yeah, no, yeah. you can't do that. You have to like, blow you have shit to, up. You yeah. have to work within the yeah. system. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can't be a Geo. You have to be yeah. a Neo. Which is like the yeah. In Brazil, it's just like you know they consider people terrorists because they're blowing that stuff up. Yeah, but all those people they're blowing up are pretty bad. Blow them up. You know what I mean? Right. In my opinion, I don't. But know. it also is just a simulation, so it doesn't really matter. Okay. It's it was. Matrix. Right, exactly. like, so killing like oh yeah, you're not a, you're not with us or against exactly. us, but you're also just yeah. It's just uh, like it's just a fantasy world. Pretty you're much, also you know? just well, the no, battery. Those, those anyway. real bodies connected to avatars in the world, but the but they're just batteries. Yeah, I mean, also yeah, I mean, but and that, we like, don't care about batteries. That goes here. like to the morality. <laughs> like that's like a strong moral issue in the movie as well. Of like, course, yeah. of course, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean that that that's connected to so many like real life world issues about like what yeah. constitutes a life. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, <laughs> who's like expendable? Who should? Who who's you know who can we blow up? And yeah, who can yeah. We blow up? are you yeah. are you gonna go and work at a bullshit job to serve an institution, or yeah. are you gonna live your own life? Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, and that's the whole thing about like uh, Neo being late to his job that morning. You yeah, know? Uh-huh. yeah. That's like the whole question of his like you know like purpose or morality or like his values. You know? Yeah. Like, you're either going to be part of this company and, you know, like, do what yeah. we tell you or you're just going to find fuck yourself or out like, of a job. Yeah, or, or, exactly. right. Yeah, you're you not going to be this person. Yeah. You're yeah. Not gonna, and but that's just them, and that's like, a very serious thing to people. But that's just them you know? telling you, like, you that have nothing so. without us. You exactly. Know? Yeah. But, but that's d- very you know? I mean, that's that very is, realistic. That's very Yeah. yeah. That's like, we yeah. I mean, we do need those people because we need yeah. money to pay for our places. And you just know, to bring it back to Fight Club, we're not your fucking khakis. You know, like, it's <laughs> yeah. just like, you know, like yeah. you're not the you're not your job. You're not. You know, yeah. Like, it, as much as they try to tell you that, oh, th- and, this and, is the only yeah. personality you have. Yeah, for sure. This job, you know. Yeah. You're not, you know, you can be the one. Yeah. You know, so in, uh, I I read a quote by, uh, of all people, Salman Rushdie, uh, (laughs) about Brazil. Yeah. 
like he wrote a review of Brazil and he said, cool. uh, he would. Yeah. He <laughs> said, America feeds you dreams and crushes your own, you know, yeah. like you, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, absolutely. Yeah. It's definitely. just that always thing you're trying to grab at chasing, yeah. you know, like just to give you yes, that thought of it. I think that's the, the point I was thinking with Robert yeah. De Niro. That's mm-hmm. like, that's, that's that. Mm-hmm. Got you. Yeah. 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 No, that makes sense. It's always yeah. zip li- your dreams always ziplining away. Yeah. Right? I mean, just about him being a movie. It's Heroically like ziplining away. <laughs> it's like that idea of like, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, we like, they all want the American dream, yeah. but us Americans, we want to go travel over there where they are. Yeah. You know what I mean? They but, don't want to like, be there. That like that's the go problem there. with the American dream. It's like this. It's this contrived thing that like, oh, you want this? No, well, what, well it also have, doesn't really like it. exist anymore. But yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. That's somebody got so contrived because that you're telling me I want it. Yeah, you're telling me this is like it. That, like doesn't you know? like what? But if is you were the, able the, to you know? conceive of what you really wanted yeah, exactly. and were able to pursue it yeah. you would run into obstacles at every turn and anything. you would be crushed yeah. you know yeah, exactly. yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah like is this the american dream doing a podcast like four I mean, dudes it feels like it i don't <laughs> think so i don't think so <laughs> I'm I mean, it. then why are you here like, i don't know like, uh, <laughs> because i'm trying to do you know the canadian dream this is what this is <laughs> we, i don't i forgot what episode we were talking about the american dream and like what that is to you fear and loathing was it oh yeah, yeah it yeah. was um but the, the the concept of American Dream has been so like, it's it's so contrived it's from what it was. It's, it's yeah. like so far removed from yeah. like what it could have, like what was the American Dream? Like maybe like two kids in a house or something. Yeah, like picket, white picket fence, all that. You yeah, know, all that like bullshit, that might have you know? been what it what it meant. But it's, and now it's so far removed from that. And well, like, and now it's sort of just like literally like just an office job, like what Neil was doing. Like you know what I mean? mean? Just doing something like that and just like oh, you make a bunch of money so you yeah. can live in an apartment in some like you yeah. know some downtown area where it's just like there's no real. Just you know, the your street yeah. name is just some number, like in Brazil, like yeah. D something slash. You know what I mean? Like that's like the American dream now. It's just like where you just like you can just have a box where no one bothers you. You go to your work. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you can order Postmates. You know what I mean? Like that's mm. that's like sad. You know what I mean? The American dream used to be literally you have your house, you have neighbors, your neighbors come over. Yeah, you, you know you have a a good old. Uh, fourth of july barbecue a block yeah. party you yeah. know what i mean like that's that bullshit. that's yeah that that's not what yeah. anyone wants anymore yeah. nobody wants that i don't want you know anyone mean? coming over yeah yeah no. nobody wants anything like that but, you know what i mean yeah i mean yeah in a cynical sense yes but i think the american dream is like at this point in time because uh information is like so liquid and like freely dispersed and interchanged and stuff like that like the american dream is um I mean, at least in my head. And I think that's like the beauty of it. Like it's so far contrived that we can make whatever we want. For sure. So when you say like, is podcasting the American, it kind of is because I mean, there's places in the world where you can't do this, where you can't, where you can't like fucking like talk shit with your friends about like, you couldn't do this in the matrix. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like uh, Agent oh, Smith, the Smith agents would have kicked down the door and just <laughs> put a bag over it. <laughs> you know I, mean, I mean, you could yeah. do this in the Matrix, but you couldn't do that in the free world or whatever they're well, living in. You yes, know, like, yeah, yeah just, that's what I mean. Because yeah. those things would just come at you, and yeah, for sure. tear yeah. your ship apart. We got, we got, how did the, we got? You'd have to trigger the EMP and destroy all your podcasting. No we're equipment. getting to the Matrix, yeah. so that's what I'm saying. Look, imagine, like, or imagine this, right? Yeah, you're just some guy. You're a hacker, right? Like some 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 guy comes up to you and he's like, "Look, you got two pills, right? This pill, yeah. You back to your fake life. You're gonna do all that stuff. You know, you're gonna be in this fake world where you eat the fake food and you podcast. You know what I mean? Or yeah, you can take this other pill where you come hang out with me and my friends, and we're just driving around in the spaceship. Yeah, you know, I mean, we're dirty and stuff. (laughs) Yeah, and but you know, come hang out with us. We like you. Yeah, we think you're a cool guy. Yeah, think about that. Like, think about like the bare bones of that idea. 
right? Someone telling you that you're the one. Yeah. But it's yeah. just like, oh, well, these are a group of crazy people. And yeah. think, so should I just go and risk and just give that, away my life to just go right. like do what they think yeah, I should does do? Neo that's have, the like, thing about the yes. Matrix. Any suspicion like of like credibility of right. these people at all? Yes, you know, like, they're, yeah. they're, they're literally he's just got he's just curious. They're, they're living know? in yeah. filth, yeah. yeah, in a spaceship running yeah. from things, and he was yeah. he was fine. He was you know. So like the way you just laid it out, like I've always thought Cipher had the most like compelling dilemma for a for a villain that like he could do this horrendous thing he could set up morpheus and kill all of his crewmates and experience none of the consequences yeah that is like a really compelling yeah thing for a villain that temptation like you could go back to this wonderful life and you would have you would be a movie star and all that stuff and you wouldn't even remember any of the horrible shit you did yeah yeah Yeah, that that character is like so biblical because you can do these things and like go back to like you don't have to taste any steak you know like just like doing that and what jordan was bringing up was like you know they think neo is this guy the savior like you know the one you know all this stuff it's like, yeah, how did they get these other people? Like, how did they get Trinity? How did they get, uh, you know, Cypher? Like, you know, yeah, it's were like they, that, were it's, they it's, supposedly it's like, the one in the beginning? I yeah. think that's you what know? they hint to it at, at the movie is you know? that they yeah, were brought it's in always slowly. like yeah. someone like, oh, we think this, but you're not. So you're just going to stay here now and just. Mm. Mm. It's like all this, that, like, like the John Connor thing. It's just like yeah. someone comes to me and like, I'm just like, oh, you're, the, you know, you got to stop the Terminator or whatever. I'm yeah, just like, no, like, what? Yeah. Why would I believe you? Like, why? Should I give up whatever I'm doing? Yeah. Because you want me to be your homie, Lawrence Fishburne? <laughs> no. Yeah. Because you need more friends. Yeah. Yeah. Because you need more people on the spaceship because you're just chilling with this robe on? Come on, man. Yeah. But I'm not going to take uh, a pill for Where do they hint at that? You know? Where, and if you would have told me um, the truth, I think I would have told you to shove that red pill straight up your ass. I, exactly. Um, I think some yeah. of the stronger I mean? things yeah. is like when Cypher says he never brought me food, inferring that he was brought onto that ship and he was in that same position as Neo. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? He's like, yeah. you never brought me food. Yeah, he tells that to Trinity. Exactly. But I think that's just because he's horny. But yeah. it also <laughs> could have been because Trinity was told that she would be in love with the one. Yeah, and she yeah. didn't feel it for this guy, so she's not going to treat him special. But yeah, mm-hmm. okay, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, they all came with their own purpose. The Oracle told them what yeah. they needed to hear yeah. to be around to welcome Keanu Reeves as the one. Mm-hmm. So maybe that was like, you know, it, it, it took this certain configuration of people for these events to happen. Yeah, for to the all one. this to happen. Well, it's yeah. an interesting exactly. chicken yeah. or the egg thing. Like, do you think Trinity being in love with somebody is deterministic of them being the one? You know, like, yeah. or is it right. like she's yeah, going to fall yeah. in love with the one? Yeah. Or is it like whoever she falls in love with is the yeah. one? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you Keanu know? Reeves is a good looking guy. Don't mean he the one. Right. You know what I mean? We like, had a long discussion about this man's charisma. I'm mm-hmm, a huge Keanu mm-hmm. Reeves fan. Yeah, hell yeah. For sure. There's I mean, I think... unmistakable. You yeah. know, one of the things that, you know, just... You know, talking about Keanu Reeves and his charisma. I mean, let's talk about like this movie and the one moment in the movie where you know, you know, Lawrence Fishburne is telling him the whole thing about like how they're you know we're gonna become batteries pretty much. Yeah. And he pulls up a Duracell battery and he shows <laughs> it to Keanu Reeves. And Keanu's like, no, no, no. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it, it just felt like any other like kind of. Any other actor, it wouldn't have been as endearing as, like, real as that. Because yeah. you're just like, oh, yeah, like, Keanu Reeves has, like, this naivete that's just, like, you know, he's, like, naive and he just doesn't, like, know. Yeah. Like, so for him to, like, be scared 
Yeah. That Lawrence Fishburne showed him, showed him a Duracell battery and was like, this is what we're going to become. For him to be like, no, no. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it felt, like, real. Or it's like, well, maybe if it was, like, another actor, it wouldn't have that same ass, like, that impact, yeah. I guess. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it just, he is an actor that he's just perfect for the things that he does. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, for this, for Point Break, you know, yeah. for Speed, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just... There are certain moments that Bill and Ted. Yes, Bill and Ted. Like there's certain moments that I feel like any other actor wouldn't be able to like pull that off in the way you know any other actor who'd like sh- you show them a Duracell battery and like no no like it would have been it would have been a B movie yeah you know what I mean and I, Keanu Reeves is like his his reaction to that felt like so genuine because he feels like he's you know he's taking that serious you know yeah. I mean? I, it's just he has I, that I everyman know. goofiness yes uh, where it's believable that. It's going to take a little while for this guy to catch on. Mm-hmm. Like, that happens in Speed. It takes a little while for him to catch on about the Wildcat thing. Yeah. It happens in Point Break. It takes a little while to catch on that these, like, those And, and they can do like, everything, right? Like, yeah. in The Matrix, it's, like, literally, you know, like, the, the you know, his mouth got shut and all this crazy stuff happened to him. Yeah. But, you know, that was, like, surprising to him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> he also- yeah and, the, and the way, like, Jordan laid it out is, like, he's reacting so strongly to this battery you know yeah. yeah and um it's like you didn't have intimations of that already in the old life you were you were living where you were just working in this cubicle with, like nothing hung up and like you were just all you were doing was serving this company yeah. like yeah, yeah it's a pretty, course, that, you were already living that life yeah That's what i'm saying it's a you pretty know? obvious metaphor yeah yeah yeah, yeah but the and fact he's that, like no the fact that he, <laughs> no the fact that he can go from one to the other and it's believable is yes like the yeah, thing right, about right. keanu reeves like that's why he's yeah keanu he's reeves. got something yeah, yeah like and i think it's that you know maybe you can put yourself in his shoes or whatever or like yeah. you can you can impose yourself as the hero yeah. in this movie um and i i think that's part of what it is it is also really good at moving his body yeah like physicality is like no small feat but the yeah. way he moves in this movie is like fucking incredible like that dojo fight between him and lawrence fishberg is fucking amazing like yeah the yeah. Lawrence, no, he's doge, a he's an athlete during, man yeah, yeah during that dojo fight lawrence fishberg does this little thing where he like skips his feet oh yeah where he's like he's running one direction and then he like changes yeah yeah it's it's fucking it's the sick yeah it's amazing <laughs> it's so good. It's dude so good. i wish i could do that <laughs> Um, yeah, that's Furious Styles right there. Uh, Boys in the Hood. <laughs> <laughs> what was his name in King of New York? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. But that's, yeah, that's his best performance. He is fantastic oh in that God. fucking movie. Oh my God, he's a beast him and Christopher Walken. We might bring that in another episode. Please, so, uh, can yes. I? Uh, I need to be on that. That's Let's one of my favorite oh, movies. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Um, but the Matrix, though. Yeah, you know what? You know, honestly, you should have brought King in New York. Why are you bringing the Matrix? What is this about? Matrix is amazing. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not red pilled. I'm not a Republican. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, so like, no, no, yeah, that that's. Yeah. I mean, to that point, just joking. Right, we we pitched this idea right before Resurrections had come out. Like, it's it's taken this long to get together. Yeah. So yeah. like, ideally, the concept was like we would talk about this before the release of Resurrections. Yeah. The movie came out. <laughs> it's been out. Yeah. It's been out. The movie's out. People have seen it. People have talked about it. Uh, they're addressing things like that now, like the co-opting of the red pill for uh, right wing uh, people, far like far right people. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think it's necessarily a good movie, but that's the thing about this movie is that it's aged in such interesting ways. Like, this movie has aged in a ton of interesting ways. Yeah. Well, you know that I think the new movie coming out really helps this movie in a lot of ways. 
because you just see the contrast of how this one was filmed compared yeah. to you know the the effects that are in this new one. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like again, yeah, the being old man yelling yeah, at the CGI like, cloud. Yeah, but it just you know I just love the practical effects in this one in the first one. Yeah. yeah, seeing all the shit they did in the new one, where it's you know it's mostly like CGI and it's very like you know it just it doesn't feel as real and like grounded as this and you know like the green tint that this one has like the first one has it's just like yeah which is like super tired now but the it was HBO like- you know the HBO Max because I watched it on HBO Max uh, Matrix Resurrections or what is it called Matrix Resurrections uh, that's a new one yeah. Yeah, yeah, the newest one. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It is. It it, it you know it's like that. It's it feels like a, a a Netflix movie. It just it's not filmed like you know it doesn't feel it doesn't feel like yeah. someone filmed it like yeah, in the yeah. way this first one does. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like where they really cared about their shots and like yeah. stuff. This one is like there's, ah, like there's like some. I mean the action scenes are so bad. They're bad. Yeah, there's they're a bad. contingent of critics who are like defending the Matrix Resurrections because they see what they're doing. There's, there is, there's a discourse around. I mean, I get it. Like, I get what you know she was trying to do with I mean, it. Yeah, but yeah, I get it too. Doesn't mean that it's good. And that's the thing. And that's like what I see people confuse like good with is that like I see what you're doing. Yeah. And that's not that doesn't just because you see like the the, the, the potential. Str- yeah. No, not the potential, but like that you got what they were what trying to doing. say. Yeah. It was like executed yeah. well. Yeah. Like, I, I yeah. Doesn't mean it was good. Use yeah. that as like, oh yeah, it's good because they're they're doing this. Yeah. But like that that doesn't you know that's not a, that what a good movie makes. Make you know yeah, yeah. exactly the fact that you can see what they're doing and they're like using all these techniques like they didn't pull it off though like you know I mean uh, not only that but like the like the fact that you can see it is almost like a, a, a discredit toward it that it's not seamless and that like yeah. you know what I mean like yeah. That, that you that have to be so like, like oh this trust. is what it's this right, is what it right. is like you know you can't just let yeah. it speak for itself you have to like yeah, like, oh yeah. this is what it's about yeah. like, you so, know what I mean so uh, like apparently there's this whole discourse around what what the matrix has been co-opted toward and like what people have made of it since and that's what the resur- what resurrections has been what what resurrections was addressing and it just it just wasn't working for me like it, it was just yeah. like too much of a like we're, we're talking about this and we're gonna talk about that and like there's so many ideas introduced in this movie that it, the, the whole movie is just explaining what idea they just like talked about. Like, yeah. I mean, this is the problem with Christopher Nolan movies. You know what I mean? Um, it's just, it, it, it's just too much. Like there's no, it, learning isn't fun. We all know that. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's painful. It's, it's, yeah. it's either boring or painful or both. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. they're um, more talking about, the thing when they when the whole thing about film yeah. is you should show just it, you show know? me some shit like yeah. yeah like show me two people in long trench coats shooting up a lobby like show me two men <laughs> jumping toward each other from a helicopter but again <laughs> we can all just you know we can all agree check out our episodes about Moneyball but Moneyball was just showing not telling yeah mm-hmm. right that mm-hmm. film was just showing you but you know, like Brad Pitt and like every, you know what I mean. Like, well, check out our episodes. We all we each have a film slob episode, yeah, for sure. episode. But yeah, like absolutely, like yeah. You don't want to be like told so much. You know, you don't want to be like yeah. hammered in the head. Like this is what this is supposed to be about. This is what you're supposed to be watching. Yeah, you want to, you know, you know, you want to see it. You want to be like, oh yeah, this is like you know what that yeah. is. I mean, and, uh, and Matrix again. Even though you know. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was I was ready to deny this. I was ready to say no <laughs> you know, because I'm not a fan. You know, it's not my thing. But I I can I there there's like no way to say no to it. 
on just like the the merit of the action sequences alone and yeah. the practical effects of like that shootout scene again i'm going back to the trench coat mafia scene <laughs> <laughs> just fucking fantastic i mean, I mean yeah. it just i mean all the practical effects in this film are so fantastic and obviously the bullet time uh, you know it, it created a whole thing like yeah. uh, movies copy that other, like, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's like yeah. a whole a whole but new why is it called genre. bullet i mean I know why it's called bullet time, but it shouldn't bu- be called bullet time because the bullet moves of, fast. Yeah. You know, and it's a slow motion kind of thing. I mean, well, that's what no, it's saying. Like, you're yeah. seeing the bullet in yes, time. Yes, in time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but, come like, on, come on. That, that's I'm the thing about saying. this is that bullet time was, like, maybe one of the more exciting aspects of this film when it came out. But yeah. It's like nothing now, but like it, it, that it still stands even like yeah. after I mean, that. Like, even like bullet time, like the bullet time scenes, like they don't even like they don't occur to me as something special about this movie. There's so many other things. Yeah. The way they set up like so many scenes, like the, there's just, like so many, like I was talking about the ways in which it's aged, like mm-hmm. the, in, like the diversity of this movie, like the fact that the Nebuchadnezzar is like, just it's manned by people of like all different colors, shapes and sizes. Like the fact that it, like the Wachowskis are saying like, this was a trans allegory, like, yeah. Like there's a there's a trans metaphor running throughout and it's like super obvious now. Like Yeah, you can't not see that now. Yeah, exactly. You know, like they were men yeah. when they yeah. made the Matrix. Yeah. Well, and, and also you know, especially yeah, there's like, like so much things like especially there's a when constraining training, yeah. structure that's telling you what your identity is and there's a character like breaking free of exactly. it. You know? like yeah, you, when Trinity's just like, yeah. Oh, like, you know, I'm Trinity, he's like, Oh well, I, you know, I thought yeah. you were a man. Yeah. He's like, Well, but most men do. Even yeah. more right. even more obvious than that is that there's an androgynous character named Switch. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and Switch in the original script appeared as a man in the Matrix and a woman out of the Matrix. Like there was like a clear like trans metaphor in this, and mm-hmm. the fact that that has aged so well and it's like such a relevant issue. And they were yeah, like, you yes. said earlier it's it's exactly. aged interestingly. Like yeah. you, you and, can't look at this movie now, and, 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 and you know. And again, I, I would I would yeah. just let it in based on the action alone. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But that really does matter. Yeah, because again. Not to bring up anything too crazy. I'm just going to say it really quick. But, like, you know, there's so many, like, right-wing people who want to be like, oh, red pill means you're right-wing. That You you know what I mean? But, like, yeah, ridiculous. you know, sh- that's not the case. It's literally, like, they don't care about trans people. They don't care about any of that shit. Yeah. So, like, she's literally, like, Lana Wachowski and, like, you know, the Wachowski sisters yeah. are literally being like, no, that's not what it is, you fucking idiots. Like, yeah. you know, it's like, it's literally about... Like that idea of like, yeah, you could just be like whatever. Yeah, it's like that. What was it? Andro- androgynous. androgynous. It's yeah. not even really about being like trans or bi. It's literally just being about like you just what you know whatever. Yeah. So you can you can determine baby. your yeah. identity. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Right? Self yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which is beautiful. It's yeah. fantastic. And again, they tried too much to make it like a thing in in the new Matrix, and that's why I guess I like this Matrix more so now because it's not. It's not so heavy-handed that message, but it's there. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's really not. Like, it's it's not like like pounding you on the head, being like, "Oh, this is what you know. This is what it's about." Yeah, it's literally not until like we're older now we can kind of see it and look back on it. You know, again, I like the Matrix just because you know people shot people. <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's nice to see Keanu Reeves shoot people. Come yeah, on. everyone, yeah. Keanu Hive, stand up. Keanu Hive. Yeah, yeah, John Wick. <laughs> Point break. Yeah. Let's oh, just yes. see the man shoot somebody. Yeah. yeah, and the man is an athlete, as we've established. Like, exactly. He trains hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all saw the replacements, uh, as we've established. <laughs> I mean, just the, like the like the the setup of like each scene in this is like it's so brilliant. Like you, you can't like uh, deny like you know how 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 people like praise Hitchcock 
Hitchcock for like setting up suspense in a certain way. The suspense that's set up in this movie, like when that deja vu moment yeah. where Neo doesn't know what that means right and yeah, you see yeah. the fact that you see everyone react to it the way they do in that instant where he's like i just I, like deja vu and like everyone that's around bad. him react. like yeah. that is so fucking suspenseful yeah. like that's like <laughs> such a fucking great setup for like action and like the the fucking action that ensues is fucking dope like yeah. mm-hmm. to set it up in that way is like skill that's like talent to write that into a script is like this is going to get people fucking excited about what's about to happen and then and, and then it builds up to that thing like and then you get the fucking so this whole scene, it all happens in one fucking, it's, it's one fucking setup. It starts with that and it ends with fucking Morpheus fighting an agent. And you know what that means because Morpheus yeah. has already told you in the right, movie, right. anyone who has ever fought an agent has died. And this he does it. Yeah. And so like from beginning to end, that's like a perfect fucking sequence right there. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it, like the stakes are so high. Yeah. So high. Like he believes like this is what he, like he's sacrificing himself. Exactly. Basically. He yeah, knows yeah. he's going to die. Like yeah. from his own words, Morpheus knows he's going to die, but he fights this guy and the, the fucking, that whole. Yeah. This, it's, uh, yeah. It's Obi-Wan. It's, yeah, it's uh, an Obi-Wan thing, right? It's like, also um, Gandalf. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. it's that like yeah. idea of like, you know, like go. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, fighting, I'm gonna be yeah. the one who Flee. just loses. You know what yeah. I mean? Fly, yeah. you fools. Fly, you fools. <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here, you idiot. Yeah. 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 That's one of the greatest parts in, in the first Lord of the Rings. It where is. It's Gandalf yeah. just pushes. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Viggo Mortensen. Oh, yeah. That like, look he, he gives him. Yeah, too, he just like. like Viggo like, was like, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. Like, what the yeah. hell? Like, I'm trying to save you. He's like, get the fuck out of here, you idiot. Yeah. <laughs> that's like one of the greatest things. Because I'm like, yeah. hell yeah, that's like a G right there. Yeah. yeah. And, that, yeah. and that is like that idea of like Lawrence Fishburne was just like, hey, Furious, baby. Furious Styles coming for you. <laughs> like, what's up? And I was just like, hell yeah. Because like, he's like the perfect. Just to get into like the performances. He's fucking great in this movie. He is like the perfect. Yeah. Like uh, yeah, imagine I'd, if it was really Sean Connery. That would not be good. <laughs> that would have been awful. Yes, yeah, yeah, so it would have been, been so it, because Lawrence Fishburne's like his voice is so like you know the, like you know like we were saying like the way he explains something to you. Yeah, it's like it feels like it's something that's like very important. Yeah, it's compelling. And then he's also just has like a very like big presence. You know what I mean? Yeah, like he's like a you know you know what I mean like he's not like a, he doesn't look like he's gonna like. Like some like uh, like Street Fighter character or something, but he has like a presence that's like you know he's got the shaved head. I mean that's he's, what like, sucks big. about the new one that Lawrence Fishburne isn't Morpheus. It you does know? suck. Like, yeah, that that yeah. was like a what huge happened like there? was it money thing? Like, I don't what, know. Why was no, he I not think, it? Like I, I it was actually a creative choice. Yeah. yeah, I don't yeah. think he was asked. Into it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think he was I I think he just wasn't asked in general. He's red pilled. Yeah, that sucks, and they fucked up. Yeah, they did fuck up. I mean, yeah, yeah, I do want Mateen is. Excellent, excellent actor. He just that was just not a yeah, good part. Yeah, that's just not, not a good yeah. part. It's just yeah. like it's yeah, it's one of those it, iconic it's not, things. It's you know? not the again, it's not the same presence. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. Fishburne yeah. has like a presence for himself. It, you know, I bring I'm bringing Ferris Styles up from Boys in the Hood like as a joke, but it's because it's that same idea. He's a presence. Like, yes, like, like it feels like a towering presence in that film in Boys yeah. in the Hood, right? Yeah. I mean, and so in, yeah, in Matrix it's just like, yeah, like you're just like, Oh damn, like Anytime like Morpheus bleeds, you're just like fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you're just like you're just like what the hell? Like protect this man. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like at all costs. Yeah. yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like even if you don't even care about like what you know Neo's journey or whatever, you're just like damn, protect Morpheus at all costs. Like right. what the hell's going on? You know what I mean? And that's like that. That's like a, not only it's it has to do with the you know direction and obviously the writing, but his performance is just like. He feels like a very vulnerable person, like someone who's like a real person. Well, exactly. He doesn't feel, yeah. yeah. He doesn't feel like someone who's just like, oh, like I'm gonna train you how to do karate and uh, teach you how to be the one. 
It's like he feels like someone. He feels like you know, like an uncle or a dad or something. You know what I mean? Like it's just he's like, a oh, seasoned damn. guy. Like yeah, he's yeah. not just Hell talking yeah. about his ass or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, it brings a real emotional aspect to it. Where you know, I, again, I just want to see. The, I just want to see Neo shoot somebody up. But you know, having Lawrence Fishburne there with that emotional anchor there, I'm just like, oh yeah, like that. Like that means something. He needs to be the one to save fucking Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. God damn it, Neo. Get like put pull your head out of your ass yeah. and become the one yeah. because you know what I mean. Yeah, like, exactly. That's yeah. Like, the thing like this too. man believed in you. Like this man is like that's th- the th- he vouched too. for like, you. And these yeah. people believe in Neo. Yeah, but Neo doesn't believe in himself, and right. he has to realize that. You yeah, know, yeah. Where it's well, yeah, like, self realization where yeah. it's not what other people think; it's what you think and what you believe and what you th- you have to do. You know, like yeah, and like know. it's such a powerful moment. Like Neo offers himself up as a sacrifice basically he's like yeah. like i'm not the one but i know i could go save morpheus yeah. and like yeah. i think he goes into that knowing that like he's gonna die and yeah. but he's gonna save morpheus because like yeah. morpheus is he feels he's the, the more precious exactly. cargo yeah, yeah. Kind he of has thing, like yeah. that presence yeah. of that where it's just like oh yeah this is like i mean fuck fuck what i'm right. doing yeah. like this man literally sacrifices his life for like all these people yeah. you know what i mean but like, it, yeah it's like a little bit of a moral tale that it's like that's what elevates you is like yeah. the willingness to yeah that that would you know? make you the one yeah that yeah. you can see that someone else saw believed in you you're like well maybe i might not be but shit i'll right. sacrifice myself yeah you know, like, i'll sacrifice myself yeah. because i because these people believed in me you that's know what a, i mean that's the thing i noticed is that like it's his willingness to sacrifice like what i've noticed slowly on this la- i watched it today slowly on this last view is that when the helicopter gets shot down and it's about to crash he grabs that rope not knowing what's going to happen. Right, like that helicopter right. can pull him down. Yeah. But he just grabs the rope because he's going to sacrifice himself. Like he doesn't know what's going to happen when that helicopter goes down, but he grabs that rope anyway. And uh, like luckily Trinity grabs the rope, shoots it off the helicopter, swings. But when he does that without knowing like what's on the other end of that rope, like they all know. Like that's that's the moment in the movie where like this guy's the one. Yeah. yeah. He, Morpheus says it right then, right after that scene, right? Yeah. Or that moment where he's like, he is the one. Yeah, and that's yeah. like what makes this movie great is like yeah. they don't Yeah, can, like Morpheus they don't say any of that to you. <laughs> yeah. well, well, it's that reaction Morpheus has because yeah. he yeah. can't even believe that he did right. that. Yeah. You know, like it's yeah. just one of those things where like you know, like, yeah, you can jump over the building or whatever. Like, you yeah. just have to, like, no one makes it over the first time or whatever. But if you yeah. believe you can do it, you know? Yeah. yeah. And that's what Neo, you know, like you realize Neo realizes that he can do anything in the Matrix as long as he puts his mind to it and believes in it and yeah. like you know yeah and more of his just, just like he grabs the rope he yeah. wants to be our friend he's gonna hang out with yeah. us forever he's gonna, <laughs> he's gonna be gonna on the like, ship for the yeah. rest of our lives but yeah. the thing about that moment is that like in that moment neil believed that if he had to pull that helicopter up he could do it he yeah. was gonna do it yeah, you know exactly, what i mean yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, yeah that's yeah that's a great scene right? yeah that's yeah. such an amazing scene yeah, yeah. this movie's so great because it elicits the same response from you like right before morpheus says he is the one you know like you you you're following along like and you understand like what it takes to like be the one right and then yeah, you yeah. see the beats and then there's a response from the other characters like morpheus saying He's yeah the one yeah yeah especially the yeah that idea of like they they knew he was but he kind of you know he wasn't really you know passing all the tests mm-hmm. and that was like the test of like oh yeah like he didn't we didn't even say this was a test he just did it yeah there's like a difference right right like i'm telling you this is a test you might not do it doesn't mean you're not the one 
But when something just comes up, when it's just like, ah, no one put that in front of you. No one said this is a test. Yeah, and you, you just, it, yeah, you, you know? decide to make that decision. It's yeah, like, yeah. ah, yeah. that you are the one. And in yeah. fact, he knows that going on this mission is suicide. Yeah. yeah. You know, like he'll do it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, again, it's always that idea of like, you know, the hero's journey, hero's journey. But you do it in a way that like really resonates. You know, I mean, that's you're right. Our generation, we're the nine inch nails generation, baby. <laughs> we, you know, we wanted to, we wanted to fuck Matrix like an animal, yeah. and there it was. You want to we come with it now? Yeah, we were prodigy. We were fucking smack my bitch up. We were ready to go. That's prodigy, but uh, that's what I said. Prodigy. Oh, you're the perfect drug. Oh, come on. Now you don't even. Now you're not making sense. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Smack saying. my. Matrix up. Anyway, <laughs> what I'm saying is that you know what I mean. Like that was like, uh, yeah, like as as you know, as a young lads that we were. Yeah. To see that like in that way of like the idea of the one, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's Jesus, right? I mean, it's just Jesus. Yeah. But in the the digital, us, you know, us little young boys on AOL, you know, looking for the next, you know, chat room. That's yeah. that's our Jesus, Neil. That makes sense to us, right? Who's a, he's a hacker. He's like willing to make these sacrifices that are just, you know, I mean, I wouldn't do that, but he did it because like, why, you know, you're not going to fight an agent, right? Like, why are you going to fight an agent? Like, they, they say <laughs> Everyone it at the who very beginning. Everyone has died. They ever, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's just like, man, Neil, you're crazy for this one. You <laughs> you're crazy for this one. <laughs> you're crazy, Neil. But he what went you in doing? and he did it. I forgot so, who it was, but um, it was somebody's father. Who thought that he was Neil <laughs> until they watched the movie with subtitles? Uh, <laughs> just like Neil. the idea of thinking oh, like yeah. the hero yeah, of this movie. Neil. It was probably Neil. Hugo Weaving. <laughs> All these really cool names: Morpheus, <laughs> Trinity, yeah. Cipher, and then just Neil. Neil. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Neil. Is Neil. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you have a. He's like, we know your double life. You got the screen name named uh, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> you got that double life. As a, you really went as out a on a limb there, huh? From Thomas <laughs> to, to, yeah. to Neil. Neil. <laughs> Let me just say, you guys are doing a good job in saying why it should be in the Criterion Code. But Thank all you. Right. So we also like to talk about in a way is like so you know there's a bunch of matrix releases right supplements special mm-hmm. features yeah what do you think criterion cult might bring or the criterion collection might yeah. bring to a release of the matrix right like yeah you're thinking about a criterion release of it what you know what i'm saying like what do you want to see from it like you know what special features um because we're all about that we're trying to we're trying to sell ourselves uh, First and foremost, I would want to see a commentary from the Wachowskis now. Um, I love listening to the Wachowskis speak, like especially now. I love that they're so blunt about what they do. Um, if you've ever seen a, like Wachowski speak in public, like they will, if 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 they don't agree with someone, like what what someone is saying, they will shut them down immediately. Like anytime someone's like. Oh, like I like I know there's like religious religious like connotations in the Matrix, and they're like, no, <laughs> like they're just like they're just like no bullshit people, you know? It's what I mean? about Jesus. Yeah, they will completely shut. Yeah, that I down. can't see how they it's yelled not about, me, Je- but it's like, about Jesus. But I, it's interesting. It, yeah, you know, no doubt that it's. Yeah, that's that's. Uh, I'd like to see that, that they that they believe that. But I'd like yeah. to see cast interviews, and I would love to see. 
someone come up with something where like side by side they take their because this movie is like drawing from so many influences yeah. a lot of anime there's like this movie is like highly influenced by anime like mm. Akira there's a lot of Akira in this movie like I would love to see a side by side comparison like a split screen thing like if they can put that on Criterion thing where there's like this is what this movie's drawing from because they're very open yeah. about where, where they're taking inspiration from yeah yeah, um, yeah. and I think that's important like yeah, Akira, of course Ghost in the Shell yeah. like yeah. what else like uh, I think uh a vertigo like there, the there's a ton scene, yeah like, there is know, a ton like a people gotta stop shit. acting like that's not a thing yeah yeah, yeah. there's I, like such like a huge thing nowadays because people don't watch movies because everyone's an idiot yeah not everyone listened to this but you know what i mean like most people would just be like oh like what like i watched this movie i watched um, uh, uh thor and uh, it has <laughs> and, and it has a shot from this thing it's like yeah every everybody is like influenced you know what i mean like you, you know. I, I watched thor and there's a shot that they took from captain america yeah. and thor it's crazy <laughs> it's driving me crazy <laughs> films are supposed to be original it's like no everyone you know what i mean like we borrow from things and that like you said like that's what Criterion does pretty beautifully is it yeah. they, like they let people know like yeah we you know like that's what these films are like we're, yeah we're borrowing from them where it's like influence you know what I mean like I think this is that. a movie that's very much in communion with came before and what comes after it like I yeah think, yeah, yeah. Um, this movie's not uh, shy about what it's taking from other things but it's influenced so much that like nobody's giving credit for in, in certain ways you know what I mean. Uh, I think the for the Wachowskis sure. are like sure. widely derided now because of what they do. I think they're freshly original in a lot that they do. Yeah. I think they're not afraid to like do what they do and like they haven't like in my opinion they haven't made a movie as good as The Matrix, but they're always doing like something like very compelling and interesting, something original, something like I'm I'm down to watch like. Right. Like, we we had a whole conversation about Speed Racer and the originality yeah. of that and like the things that we're trying. You know, they're not afraid to try new things. Well, that's what like what Speed Racer reinforced to me is that they are like creative geniuses. Yeah. Like, there's no doubt about yeah. it. Like, I wish like the Matrix sequels didn't exist. Really. Like, I I, I, <laughs> I mean, wish Reloaded. Dude, I'm not I, really mad at that. Like, that it's okay. Ways, that free you know? sequence is pretty pretty dope. Yeah. Like <laughs> the the. Uh, Reloaded is okay. Revolutions, like I, I wish, Terrible. didn't exist. Yeah. Resurrections, I wish, didn't exist. Yeah. But um, <laughs> like, I know the Matrix is amazing. Like, I can't get like, I can't find any problems with the Matrix. Yeah. You know? Like, the I Matrix truly is believe it's like one but, of the all time like yeah like perfect movies. And then we when we did the Speed Racer episode, I um, that's what like clinched it for me is like these, they're like. They're creative geniuses. They like, are what yeah. they're able to do visually, you know, like because yeah. they like revolutionized like film with the Matrix with bullet time and the green screens and special effects and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, on top of the amazing storytelling. Yeah. Um, and they did the same with Speed Racer and like all of these other other ways, like, it, like yeah. totally other like different techniques, and they were like drawing from you know uh, anime from the fifties and sixties, and mm-hmm. um, but yeah, they're they're amazing. I I don't know. <laughs> I, I that doesn't sound like a valid argument to me at all. I don't, I don't think it should be long in there. I'm just kidding. <laughs> look, I, I'm just saying, die. Look, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I, I was ready to kind of be like, yeah, the Matrix. Like, come on, guys. Like, yeah. what are you doing here? Like, what? Like, what, what are we? Ten years old, you know? But at heart, I am. No, but but you know, watching it, it is that idea of like it's not, down. it's not. It's <laughs> not. <laughs> oh my god excuse me <laughs> but you know what i mean like it's it's it is that idea it literally brought that out in me where i was just like oh yeah like it just made me feel like you know young again but yeah. also you know again, you watched like, it for this 
Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I had seen it before. Yeah, of course. Recently. <laughs> no, no, but I'm saying oh, like recently. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? I just kind of watched it just to watch yeah. it after I watched uh, the newest one, Resurrections. Yeah. Yeah. But I watched it again this time because I was like, all right, I'm going to really watch it. I'm really going to sit down and be like, all right, why does this deserve to be in the Criterion Collection? Because I'm, you know, me and Mondo are the people who, you know, make these decisions. So why? The gatekeepers. <laughs> and so sitting down and watching, I was like, oh, okay, like, yeah, right. It's great filmmaking. Like, I understand what you guys are saying. The Wachowskis are just like, they're doing shit on, so, you know, people on are not terms. doing what they're doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they, they have a very distinct... Uh, directing style they have a very distinct like idea and, and like a you know concept that they're trying to like create the idea of like the one right this idea of like this person who's like you know it is like that jesus like the hero's journey kind of thing but i'm but i was never a matrix fan i was never like yeah. a, oh this is like a, the movie for me you know what yeah. i mean so watching it again i was like all right why does this belong to the criterion collection i was like well yeah they just shoot people up sure <laughs> like, put it in there for that <laughs> But it is, <laughs> but it is like, but 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 again, it's like what we talked about with Brazil. It is that idea of like, yeah, it's like taking that idea of the one of that idea of you know the hero's journey and like the you know the fact, but like, like literally like how Brazil did it and turn it into like what that time is and what it meant because like that's like the Matrix is like the nineties, right? Like well, that's I you mean, know what I mean? Like that's like what encapsulates whether it's like the sound, the look, yeah. like the idea of like. What, like when computers were just starting to be like a thing like yeah. you know what i'm saying like it encapsulates like that idea of like oh like we are living in the matrix it's not really big brother anymore it's, a, it's like it's like simulation theory yes yeah. it's it's I mean, like well, the matrix it's like that, we're watching you like on the computer it's that's like what maybe put, the world isn't even like the thing that you thought I mean, it was that's really what know? the matrix did is put that whole like thought into everyone's head you know it's yeah like the it wasn't there before like the yeah the world is like guys like that this 90s. is a simulation you know like yeah. this is like this is not real this is something else this is something yeah. controlling you you know so we we talk about 1999 and our podcast a lot because it, it was like there was like a very specific thing happening in 1999 where people were struggling with like existential questions and very yeah. personal 9-11 happens and like as much as we all hate talking about 9-11 because it's like such a tired subject something happens where like people are more politically uh interested affiliated mm -hmm. we become more political bodies and film changes with that idea yeah and we're not talking about the same things anymore. Like the Matrix is like uh, almost apolitical in a way where it's like gets to be existential. It gets to be all these things without political affiliation. And like movies just don't happen in that same way anymore. We talk about the same thing with Fight Club, how like Fight Club is like this existential question where like we have no purpose. They, like yeah. you know, this last generation with no great war. And then 9-11 happens and that changes for everyone. And now like everything is so political. Like we are all political like we're all politically invested and 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 like it happens with like the dawn of the internet where like we have in access to information so like all this is happening in 1999 2000 2001 yeah. where the world changes the way we think about ourselves the way we think about movies changes and like it, and it's so obvious in movies that it, it changes in that moment yeah and like 1999 is important in that sense where like all this stuff was like boiling and building up and like there was like so much angst and not knowing what to do with it. And then yeah. we got this great release and it was devastating, you know? Yeah. Um, and then film changes after that. Yeah. I think the, the questions like, um, I like that point. Like, I think the questions are more existential in the, in the nineties, um, yeah. because, 
I don't know, they're more centered on like how we should act in these structures yeah. and in, in our culture and society. Um, and uh, to your point, like I guess post 9-11, you would see something more along the lines like in The Dark Knight or whatever, where, yeah. where it's like um, a authoritarian response yeah. to terrorist act exactly. where um, like The Dark Knight has this whole through line of surveillance and mm-hmm. the Patriot Act and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it seems like post 9-11 is a a lot of a lot of what we see, see in film is a, a political response to the, yeah like i yeah exactly how you're saying like you know like pre 911 it's like more about self and like what you are and what you provide and what you yeah. are in this like you know what what part of you are in this country or are you just like a shill or like a just like a battery or whatever yeah. and then after 911 it's like it brings us together you know to right. do this fight or whatever but now it's really like separating us again you know like yeah. mm-hmm. where it's like really divided like you're either this or that you know yeah. on yeah. this like political spec on the political spectrum yeah. you know and that's like tearing us apart now you yeah know? for like, sure and, and that, that through line you can follow it yeah. through movies i mean that's what's yeah. like good about film is that you could follow history yeah through movies um yeah, like, good uh, film uh, is definitely saying something about the time. Yeah, you, know? you can you can yeah. you can always like tell what's up people's minds through the movies that we're watching because it's just yeah. it's just always like that's the culture. The culture yeah. is movies. Like we're like as Americans, it's a backdrop. Like, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. we built our lives around movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's like yeah. how we get away from things. Yeah, and that's what's good about Brazil. It's like it's the same thing that's coming up. It's like we're just you can see this happening that we're just going into this like total like dystopian thing. Like you know, it's just it's just ready to happen like yeah. it's like and it feels and that's why it sucks to i mean it's a good movie but it just sucks like how you're saying it just sucks to watch now because yeah you're just waiting for it to happen now like it's just like you're just yeah. giving up sort of and, and that's why we start podcasts yeah. <laughs> <laughs> From the bunker. hey just to give it a bright side because you guys are getting really you're gonna bring me down over here I'm sorry, but, I mean, dystopian we sadness do, we over do here something jordan we gotta do more than a podcast no you're right no we're not going to but we we should yeah but look, you guys are right. Everything sucks. The Matrix sucks. <laughs> Matrix Bra- sucks. The Brazil Man, sucks. That wasn't the point. No, no. I mean, not the movies, but you know what I mean? The real Matrix that we're living in sucks. Honestly, look, I'm not going to lie to you guys. This was like a really good conversation about this in a way that like I wasn't even like, I, I just, again, I was just arguing with you guys, just trying to argue with you guys. But like, this was like a really good conversation about why the Matrix belongs in the Criterion Collection. Because again, like there's like a thing about like, oh, like, oh, should it belong in the Criterion Collection just because you guys have like a personal connection to it? But like, fuck yeah, I mean, hell yeah, yeah. that yes. would have yeah. been enough, right? Yes. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying, right? Like, doesn't yeah. that feel like that's? I could have been of- like, this movie's fucking sick, and be like, let it in. Yes, <laughs> we could have literally sat here for two hours and be like, oh, the cinematography and every shot was this, but we really talked about what it meant to us while we wa- when we watched it and what it, you know what it is. So like, probably people who watch it as well. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So that makes more sense to me. And look. We don't even need to do final thoughts because I think we all did pretty well. Yeah, we well. pretty went into it. Yeah, know? I think we all did. Like I, Again, I, I would only ask for final thoughts if I thought you guys had said a bunch of dumb shit. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, please uh, say something better. <laughs> but no, no. We've been literally talking about this. Uh, look, I'm just going to let it in, Mondo. Are you letting it in? Yeah, it's in. All right. You guys do ma- ratings? Yeah. Or, uh, we don't do ratings for the last one. We just let okay. it in or out. Okay. Yeah. It's obvious it's a five. Yeah. 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 That's what I'm saying. Like, if it's in, it's a five. It's an automatic five if it's in i mean criterion collection you know i mean i we don't 
we that's kind of funny, right? We don't rate every Criterion movie as a five, but if we let it in a movie as a Criterion it movie, it's five. a five. No, All right, not mm. necessarily. Mm. No, that's what I'm saying right now. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what it's going to be. Question no, no. my morals over here, yeah. guys. The slobs came in. They came in. They didn't come in. They they weren't slobs at all. Yes, sir. They came into the cult and they brought the Matrix and they really brought it. You know, it was a yeah. good conversation. Oh, yeah. We really talked about. It. We didn't just say like, "Hey, that was sick when the Neo shot that guy," right? I mean, a few like, times, but we nah, we explained cool. ourselves. Yeah. I mean, I mean, but that's what like, I'm Keanu saying. Reeves is yeah, sick. In every movie. I mean, hell yeah. I mean, it's all sick. True story. Thank yeah. you guys for being on the podcast. Thanks for having us, man. Yeah, it was a, a really fun. great conversation. Yeah. I mean, this is what we're talking about. This is why we start these podcasts. To so just have conversations like this. That's the point, right? To so just talk about whether it's the Matrix or Brazil. Definitely. Just to have like a fun conversation with people who just enjoy these films. Don't matter if you're a cinephile. Don't matter if you're this or that. You know what I mean? Don't matter if you're the one. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Just enjoy a film, right? Thank you guys so much. Thank this you. is a Criterion Cult podcast. Film slob. Find where, us on Film Slobbery but where on Instagram. We, do you guys have like a personal? Like, if you uh, don't have a personal, I, I don't have a personal. Patrick doesn't believe but, in uh, that. Yeah, I think they're. Like the Patrick's things. on the run. He's yeah. Hiding. I'm trying yeah. to unplug from the Matrix <laughs> actually. So yeah. Yeah. smart. Yeah. That's smart. Okay, yeah. Yeah. but we're right. on uh, Instagram. He, he fancies as a, himself a Neil. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. My name is Neil. <laughs> Um, if you want to find my personal Instagram, that's c.r. underscore Gonzalez with the Z. There's, there's interesting stuff on there. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Thank you guys. Please follow film slob. I mean, this, I mean, you know, this is just, if you're in the cult, you're part of the slob family. So, you know, you got to follow it. Caesar, Patrick, thank you so much. Mondo, where, where can we find you if we want to yell at you? Yeah, you for can your find opinions? me at save underscore Mondo on all those socials, as, as, including Letterboxd. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Find me at Young Jane Fonda. Look for me on Jordan Garcia on Letterboxd. But the Criterion Cult, find us at Criterion Cult Pod on Instagram. I don't remember. At Criterion Cult <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> on Twitter yeah. Don't ask me questions. Maybe either one of the or. Yeah. Try either, either or. or. Yeah, either way, it doesn't matter. We don't care if you follow us. Just listen to us. That's all we. That's all that matters. I don't well, give do a shit. If like, subscribe, do all those things. What are you talking about, George? Yeah, what he's saying. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm saying I just want to have conversations here. about yeah. film, and that's what we're all about. That's yeah. what's going on here. Oh, yeah. Film Slob, Criterion Cult, together at last. At last. Yeah. We're taking over the world. Thank you guys so much for listening. Oh, yeah.